Okay. Jeez, I'm real. I'm real big. I'm real big today. Like I mean, I, I'm so it's way zoomed in, or you're just really zoomed out. Not not like not as you, like you normally are, but uh, kind of. I like feel a, like I'm about the same. Yeah, you probably are about the same, and uh, and I'm 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 just feeling real big. Uh, how's it going, everybody? Going <laughs> going going pretty all right. You know, normally tonight would be uh, would be my turn, but. I, I really, really wanted, I, well, for one, I was having some, some PC uh, technical difficulties I was, I was trying to sort through. And I really wanted to stream Asha and Monster World, but I ordered the PS, uh, PS4 version. For some reason, PS4 versions like didn't ship until like yesterday. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, so I don't, I don't have it. You've been playing the Switch version, and I'm just like, I, I really just I want to stream that game and I'm not going to have it till next week. So and since I was so busy sorting things out and still hadn't decided what I was going to play, uh, you said you'd uh, you'd take over for me and I'll stream Monster World uh, next week. Yep, just just had to had to whip out that Tanuki, some Tanuki justice for everybody tonight. And uh, I, I'm excited to see it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, I mean, speaking of, I mean, you say Asha. I've I've always said Asha. I don't know, but it's just uh, like a, I mean, it's just like I mean, a regional thing. It doesn't really matter. Asha. I mean, that that would be more likely the way you you'd say it in Japanese. So <laughs> that that would that would uh, that would probably you should probably say it that way in your your video that you are playing to do on it. Yes, I, I'm kind of doing an impromptu video on it because I just thought it'd be really fun to do it. Uh, and for anybody that, that knows us well, you know how how much we enjoy the series. So it's, it's kind of a an interesting video just to, to do. And not only that, but when we released that, uh, the marathon video in, in the middle of this past week, you know, there's some comments saying like, oh, I liked it when you just talk about games. And it's something that we want to do more often. And I just thought, like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and do this video because it, it'll only take a few days. It's just gonna be like a, you know, kind of a quick overview and, and review and my thoughts on the, on the game. It's gonna, it's gonna be. Yeah, I, 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 there are plenty of people that want to see us do more game-focused yeah. videos, and this is, this is one that seems appropriate for us to do a video on, even though, you know, like I, I, I don't know what the reception to it has been once it's since it's been out, but I know that like the pre-release reception was not like people were like, mm. right. I mean, I've been cautiously optimistic. I, I really have not paid attention to the reception at all, you know? So I mean, well, I guess your video is going to kind of spoil me on it, but it, it, uh, it will. But I mean, I, I think that that's okay. Uh, I have the, the PS4 version coming as well. And I'll try to throw in like some comparisons and between versions if I can, but for the most part, I'm just focusing on the PS4 version and the, the, uh, included original version which is a fantastic emulation uh, i have to yeah I well it's the same guy that did uh did the turk and yeah uh, yeah it's, it was, with, it's steve snake yeah with the same same publisher so yeah so it, it's just yeah. uh it is is excellent it so it's like one of the old school like yep. emulation guys like one of the earliest like emulator developers Yes, exactly. So I mean, I th it's it's pretty it's pretty darn good. Uh, I, I saw uh, 
I saw Luca in the chat saying, uh, saying, saying, whip out that tanuki. It is a holiday. (laughs) (laughs) Not exactly a tanuki, but Sandy was just before the stream playing with her, her roly poly raccoon. (laughs) She was looking pretty lazy, but now she sees me holding it. She's like, oh, I want to play with that. You want me to throw it? You want me to throw it? Uh, but in terms of the game, I mean, I have a feeling that I'm probably going to be, I'm going to go a lot easier on it probably than, than some people <laughs> are going to, uh, sure. which I guess is expected, especially considering how much I, like my, my long time love for the series. And it's just, it's, it's cool that this existed, but it really had, it was really fighting an uphill battle after that first reveal trailer and the other games that have come out uh, right. in the last several years. So you know, Monster Boy and stuff just looking so much better. Yes. Like, like but, significantly, significantly. But I mean, from what I've seen, like it, it, it almost looks like, like an up like, PS2 cell shading, which yeah, is like I could see not that. necessarily a bad thing, but I mean, you have to keep in mind. I mean, this is this is bringing back the original like Weststone guys, and like I mean, let's let's be realistic. These guys are are like past the prime of their developer years, you know? Like, yeah, but but it it should not be given a pass just because like oh they're bringing him back to work on this. I sure, mean, sure, what, what they should but... have done is, I mean, if they're going to do it, then they should have like really just like done it in a way that that matches the like the other games that have come out since. And uh, yeah, it, I mean, it doesn't it doesn't need to match exactly. But I mean, there is there is a, a sizable gulf uh, in in terms of the visuals. And just you know personality animation there is it's 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 a big difference now I, but I, I am not saying that it's that it that it sucks or anything like that it's just it's like the i mean just I, the the original version is is significantly better <laughs> Well, I'll save it for the video, I guess. Yeah. I see, uh, I see Golden Retro Games says, uh, holy crap, Corey, how'd you get John Carmack on the show? And I guess, yeah, the, uh, I, I should have had a little little clip as John Carmack and John's uh, Quake remake video. Or he, he remade his, like, original DF Retro on Quake. Oh, right, right, DF right. He asked me to read a John Carmack quote, quote for him. I, I, I remember that now. I have not watched it yet. I have not seen it. Uh, he sent, to, sent it to me a while ago, but, I mean, I was slowly working my way through these nearly three-hour PlayStation launch oh video. Oh, my gosh. It's it's insane. I can't believe what he's pulled off there. Yeah. Like, we thought those... we had a hard time reeling it in. Yeah. Well, I mean, they cover a ton in it. But for those who are have access to to the uh, PlayStation Launch DF Retro episode, uh, stick around after the credits. It's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, before we get started, there we know that there was uh, at least one donation sent ahead of the stream. 
Yeah, because you can. You can we should go ahead and read because it says it's not going to appear on our little little ticker thing. That's that's right. That's right. Um, hang on, let me find it here. It was from uh, from Richard Webster. Thank you. Thank you. He says uh, for two. <laughs> said for two million dollars, all Mario games, past, present, and future, are wiped from existence. But everyone remembers them and knows you're to blame. You won't come to harm. That, that's that, this is a, that's an interesting multi-layered uh, question for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, like like you 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 have a lot of your questions that you would you would want to know. Yes. Uh, answered with with such a theoretical question. You will not come to harm. Uh, I mean, I would say no. I mean that you know that would. You know, I I can't have just made a, you know, over hour long uh, documentary on video game preservation and say that I would be willing to wipe out all Mario games for two million dollars. <laughs> yeah, that's I, that is not nearly enough. And, uh, you know, I'd, I'd feel really sad that depriving everybody of the memories uh that they the it, future memories, future memories, yeah. You know, I mean, for future experiences, you know, with, you know, with people with their with their children, with their brothers yeah. and sisters, or it, you know, it's just there's so much stuff. I I think that two million dollars would not nearly be enough. If we're talking like, I mean, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I could take that away from everybody. It it, it just it would seem way yeah. too selfish. Even even if it was a pretty large amount of money, I mean, this would have to be a more like save the world kind of decision. Yeah. <laughs> Although I see I see Rears in the chat says uh, uh, I'd wipe out all of Fortnite for a Coke. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's get started. Oh, and there was also, oh. uh, there was uh, just a moment ago, $5 from Mega X6, just saying, good evening. Good, good evening. evening to you. Thank you. All right. I'm just going to play a normal mode. There's normal, hard, and insane. Nor normal. Normal sounds nice. Even if it's the easiest, uh, seems nice. Did uh, did you say that you heard that the PS4 version of Agalos had um, interpolation yeah, so, added in? Somebody said that in the in the stream before. Which I, makes I, me wonder if the PS4 version of because I actually I have uh, the PS4 version of this uh, ordered. Oh, um, interesting. I, I think there's actually a number of places where you can get it, but like the. I want to say it was Play Asia where I first saw it, so I thought maybe that was the only place to get it, and I thought it looked awesome. So, and like the Switch version was like maybe like ten dollars more or something, five maybe five or ten dollars more, and I just thought, eh, I'm just going to get the. I, I like getting Switch versions, but I'm just going to get the PS4 version because it's a lot cheaper. And. uh but if it has the added bonus of having interpolation, that would be uh, that would be nice. But I guess we just don't know right now. Right. Uh, the, the 
uh, Joshua Helmicky, the the developer is Wonder Boy Bobby, and I remember when I, you know, when I first stumbled across this game and saw that oh, there's a physical coming up. I thought oh, it looks awesome. I was like, you know what? I bet this is the same developer as Agalos. And I looked it up, and I was 100 percent right. Because uh, I was like, you know, this looks really Master System inspired. It does, like, but it also has, you know, kind of a a slight PC Engine feel to it. Yeah, as well. I could I could see that for sure. There's there's definitely more color. I would say the color palette is is maybe closer to PC Engine. I mean, like I th this feels like inspired by like a mix of Shinobi and Ninja Spirit. Like, really, maybe more Ninja Spirit than, than Shinobi. Yeah. It's... Uh... <laughs> that, that fish looked like the, the Tuple King from, uh, <laughs> from uh, Shovel Knight. I, I honestly forget wh wh which is the real one. The, the real name for him. The one... <laughs> What, what it was in the video and what it was in you the You say like the Tropal King or something like that, right? Tropal King. Was that was that in the video or is that the actual name? I think that that was in the video. Yeah, I think the real name is Tropal King. Or maybe I'm reversed. I don't remember. <laughs> oh, did you know one of the devs for Ape Escape <laughs> also worked on Breath of the Wild? I did know that. Thanks yeah. to Tim Rogers. <laughs> In our stream. Oh, oh, that's close. Um. Ooh, there we go. Round clear. Is, if the music's too loud, let me know. Oh. Because I, I feel like the music is cranked over here, but not on purpose. Oh, it's supposed to be like trout plus apple. I never figured that out. Tropal, so tropal would make sense. Yeah, I mean, this definitely feels very Ninja Spear-esque. Yeah. Oh! So it's one-hit depths, but you spawn in the, the same spot. As long as you have lives, I suppose. Yeah. I wonder if the rules are any difficult, different on the other difficulties. I don't know. Is this the boss already? Or it must be a mid-boss, because I don't see a life bar. The other boss has a life bar. Oh, really? I, I think it does. Well, I got away. The uh, DGR in the chat says, "Dang, this game looks amazing." There's, there's a little check mark next to the name there. I'm not not sure what that what that means. You know what? You know a check mark next to your name in the chat means? Uh, I do not. Maybe it's like a verified channel or something like that. Okay, so that's kind of, kind of a weird uh, effect. So if you hit the the R two or the, the R the R Z R, uh, it makes you just like start running, and you can 
aim in any direction while you're running. Well, but, like, oh, you can only go in one direction. Though. Yeah, but well, it's just whatever direction you're facing. And if you hold down uh, ZL, you just lock into that position. I don't think that there's any way to like just not lock it in place though, without moving. Interesting. So I assume that the idea is just to keep... the trick is just to keep on moving. Yeah. I mean, it, it very much seems like a game that wants you to just like keep moving. Right. There's two Canadian from Voice Inject saying, when's the last time you had two Doge Ninja Stars in real life? Uh, are, are, <laughs> what, what makes these Ninja Stars Doges? I don't know. Maybe the, the, the Tanuki kind of looks like... Oh, did I just do that? I mean, I guess he is kind of like a, a Doge. A Raccoon Doge. Yeah. I feel like I that wasn't supposed to happen. Like I got a weird signal from someone, so my controller got a, got messed up somehow. Oh really? I'm using the uh, the Abido, uh What is it? The uh, the the Pro the Pro Two pad, which is like the oh. newer version. You know, I actually just got the. Amazon had had a few extras of the of the N30 2.4G version with the NES style receiver. Right. And I really like them. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I, I wanted to get at least one or two more Super Nintendo ones, but like, I mean, they they seem to be out of production as far as we know. That's weird that they would just end yeah. it unless unless they're planning something. I mean, you can still get them for like a like a SNES Classic Edition, but you can't get one that comes with like the Super Nintendo style. Right. Connector. Now I don't think you can even get one that has like a USB style connector anymore. I don't know if there was one like that for Super Nintendo or not. I, I guess I'm a little confused, but um, I I like. Uh, I, I, I really like those N30s, so I just want to get at least one more. Because I've, I've got two. I've got two of those, and I've got two, you know, two, two 2.4G NES ones, and two 2.4G Super Nintendo ones. Right now, I'm using the Super Nintendo ones in, uh, in my GBA consoleizer and my uh, uh, Super NT. Yeah, I. I mean, I. You talk about the the official ones, or no? Uh or the Abido ones. The Abido one. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, the official one, I just, I just use that with my Switch. Right. I, I love it. I use it a lot. 
I see some people in the chat are talking about the um, uh, the the game club game for this month in the Imlig Discord. Right there, I saw someone saying like Klonoa Two is one of the games. Yeah, Klonoa. Uh, it, it's it's PS2 game. So uh, oh, wow. it's Klonoa Two, Castlevania: Lament of Innocence. Um, oh, uh, Lament Jack of Innocence. That's definitely one that that I've been wanting to play. Yeah, uh, and I I forget I forget what the I forget what the fourth one is. Uh, Henry Clark is saying the vote is still active till tomorrow night. So if anyone wants to participate on in the uh, the supporter Discord, um, you can you can vote on the game of the month. Uh, the, the, May has been Parasite Eve. Right, uh, and you, you, you've been playing that. Have you I finished it yet? I have been playing it. Huh? Have you finished it yet? I mean, I've not finished it yet. I, I don't think I'm going to finish it before the month is over, but, you know, <laughs> I, I, I'm still participating, I think. I, I'll, 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 I'll try to finish it this week, though. Um, it, uh, uh, I'm, I'm on day five of six. Oh, okay. So. The music in this game is fantastic. It's, right it's really, really good. Um. You know, pa Parasite Eve has been interesting. Like, it's it's not, like, super amazing or anything. And I feel like it, it definitely is definitely not helped by its translation. It, it, it comes across as very stilted and, you know, kind of silly. Um, I, I'm, I'm really curious if, if the original Japanese is considered well-written. Because, like, you know, <laughs> I, I didn't know this until relatively recently, actually. I mean, it's it's based on, or it's a sequel to a Japanese novel. Yes, I, I did know that. Yeah, I, I did not know that until pretty recently. Um so, like, I wonder if it's, like, you know, actually considered pretty well written in Japanese. But the American translation is, is pretty, pretty stilted, you know. It, 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 it I, I, I think that's a big part of why when I originally tried it, probably, like, more than a decade ago, I would say. Probably, um, probably, probably one of the reasons I, I didn't get too far into it is just because, like, it, it feels like, you know, a, a plot that a 10-year-old wrote, like, after he learned about <laughs> mitochondria in biology class and thought right. it sounded so cool. And I feel like it's, like, even with the American translation, I feel like, the English translation, I feel like, like, if you were that age, like, it would seem like the coolest plot. <laughs> but like is an adult who you know has lived through you know two more decades of you know better quality game translations and writing like it's it's, it's a little rough but uh but it's 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 not a bad game i do feel it's a game that would benefit a lot from like a, you know full-on remake oh but, for sure for sure, uh, it, would, it would be a lot. But you know, I, the, I mean, the battle system is, is kind of neat, especially for its time. It's it's got kind of an interesting 
upgrade system where you kind of have to like trade off uh, your uh, like you have to like choose to like move like abilities or stats from one uh, weapon or armor to another and then you lose the weapon or armor when you move the stats or the abilities so it's it's some interesting interesting inventory considerations uh which i yeah I enjoy and it, it's cool playing a, an rpg that takes place in the real world even though it doesn't exactly i mean it is it's supposed to take place in the real world even though you know, it's pretty fantastical. it's kind of funny because like it you know relatively early in the game the you know new york is like a bad Right. But, like, even before then, it's like, <laughs> because it's a PlayStation game, what are you going to do? Like, the, you know, it, it feels very empty for New York City. <laughs> yes. Um, but it's, you know, it's, 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 it's pretty good, though. Uh, you know, so, like I say, I'm, I'm on, I'm on day five. I, I recently had my first game over, which I... I, I discovered that there was like another area that I could go to. So like I, I looked up like a walkthrough for the first time because I was just like, where, which, which one of these should I do first? Like actually the place where I got the game over seemed more difficult, but it's uh, than the place I do have to go, but it's, it seems to be optional. So I want to try to go back and do that part. See how, uh, See how it goes. Oh, uh, but yeah, the, I, 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 it sounds like Klonoa 2 is winning now. That uh, Lament of Innocence was winning the vote uh, for a while, uh, which both surprised and concerned a few people who were maybe <laughs> a little, little scared of playing it. Uh, I was actually like strongly considering participating if. Uh, if uh, if Lament of Innocence or uh, Jack and Daxter won, because I've played Lament of Innocence twice, but it's been since college. Yeah, uh, I've never I played that I played, one. I, I think I played through it twice when I was in college, and and I liked it, but like, it, I think it's a, a very good game. But the the biggest problem with it is just like every room looks like the same, <laughs> pretty much within an area. Like there is a lot of very indistinguishably similar. Yeah, are you, are you seeing the? I feel like we missed a donation earlier. Well, there's one from Jonathan Henson and there's one from Joshua Helmicky that just came. But there, in. there was okay. So there was uh, two two Canadian from uh, from Voice. Uh, yeah, yeah, Vo yeah. Okay. Yeah, Let's I got that had, one. Okay. All right, sorry, missed it. Uh, okay, that was that was the 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 doge. doge. Yeah, I I, 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 I can't, I can't not say doge. My, uh, my game club thoughts before uh, before moving on to the next. Oh, but yeah, okay. uh, it, and uh, Jack and Daxter, like I've only played through it one time. That was that was in high school. I want to say it was. I want say it was like right around the time that I uh, graduated from high school because uh my uh my family you know i lived in delaware at the time my family from north carolina uh came and visited they were i remember i remember 
been watching me play a little Jack and Daxter, and it so it must have been right around right around then. But I I, I, I I'm surprised I've only played it one time. I did 100% it at the time, but I'm still surprised I only played it one time because I liked it so much. It was probably because like this the the tone change of the second game like took the wind out of my sails. I would say. Wait for what? You know, I would say the change in tone probably took the wind uh, for the second game kind of took the uh, took the wind out of my sails so that's probably why I never replayed Jack and Baxter yes I think that's I mean I think that's a similar situation for most people but I would I would love to you know the game club would be a good excuse to replay it but like Klonoa 2 I like I played that like one year ago yeah I, I wouldn't play it again for the game club, but uh, a lot of people do seem very excited to, to do that. And there was some discussion yesterday, like, oh, like I haven't played the first game. And like, they, you know, they were saying, well, the, the story is probably not important because, you know, platformer and all. And I said, well, I mean, the story is not like important for the sequel, but like a lot of people, including yourself, like, I don't know if it's so much for the story as it is the presentation of the story, but Klonoa 1 is like definitely one of those like really kind of beloved games for, you know, not just its gameplay, but Apparently, also its presentation. It's like $500 on the PS1. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But yeah, there was uh, $5 from Jonathan Henson. Thank you. Saying, uh, uh, try. I was serious about those CRT offers. If you ever need more, I've got uh, nine inch to thirty two inch Sony <laughs> Toshiba, etc. Charlotte, only two hours away. Well, you know what? Uh, I was I was actually uh, at my parents' house this past week, and uh, a CRT that I, uh, I I I was actually going to play Parasite Eve on it, <laughs> uh, and uh, uh, a CRT that I have had at their house for the past several years that it's not a great, I mean, I actually think it's a pretty solid CRT, uh, but it's, it's apex, which is like, you know, kind of a, not considered like a great brand or anything. <laughs> In fact, they may even be like a store brand. I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah. It's, it's one of those brands that feel like, uh, I don't know, like Element or something like that. Like you see it. Yeah, I'm not sure if it was like a Best Buy brand or something. Like Dynex is the Best Buy brand. Yeah. I'm not sure what Apex was, but it was actually like a shockingly good looking CRT. Uh, I thought like it had really well defined scan lines in 240p, 480i looked really good. I played, uh, I played all of uh, Dawn of Mana in 2019. <laughs> uh, on it on PS2 and I, I, I thought it looked really good on it like it's only got S-Video uh, composite and S-Video but like, I, 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 it, even though it's like not like a great brand I thought it was a shockingly good looking TV and uh, <laughs> um, I sent a picture of it to, to Steve it was like it's like you know I know this isn't a great brand or anything but it's like it's actually a pretty decent looking tube and i said like do you, do you think like a tv of this tier is like worth even bothering trying to fix well because i i never even said what i was gonna say i was gonna play parasite eve on it and i was 
I, I, I was actually testing out the uh, Memcard Pro at first uh, because I, I like just got it set up, and so I was I was like copying some saves to it and, and stuff. And <laughs> what's going on? What is going on? I don't know. I thought that maybe that was going to be like a whole other. Yeah, box. that was wild. So anyway. Uh, I noticed that it was like behaving kind of funky during the resolution switching for, uh, you know, when the PlayStation boot up occurs, mm-hmm. like it, it was like kind of doing a big jump. And then all of a sudden it just like went black and it, there was nothing on the screen, but it just yeah. had like a high, it still had the CRT hum, but there was nothing on screen. Oh, okay. And I tried like pressing the power button and like, it wasn't even like, like powering off. Nothing, like, huh? Like it, it still did the high pitched uh, noise. And then I like unplugged it and plugged it back in. And it's, it still did the high pitched sound even without like hitting the power button. But like it just wasn't displaying anything on screen anymore. It was actually it was the it was the floor monitor. Uh-huh. <laughs> it, it was the floor monitor from uh, from you know my old job. <laughs> you know, and the, the, the the college cool, TV though. space. Oh, yeah. It, it was. I thought it was not a terrible TV. But anyway, no. Steve is like, yeah, I would just replace that one. <laughs> <laughs> So I don't know, jo- uh, Jonathan. Uh, <laughs> Something you're considering I, I, now, huh? I, I might, I, 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 I might take you up on uh, uh, CRT or two. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> he, he said, uh, he said uh, he keeps getting CRTs, but I think, I think he says wife uh, says, says that if you is like you can get more, but one has to go each time you get one or something yeah. like that. <laughs> I mean, that's totally fair. Totally fair. That's, that's, uh, that is more than fair. I've been not getting rid of like CRTs, but like I have like some older like uh, like LCD monitors that I've been been uh, I, I guess just like giving away to like some some friends who might be interested in it. And uh, my wife's like, oh, you know, like it's it's nice to see see stuff see these things leaving for once <laughs> so i mean it's it's not something that that uh yeah i mean there's some, probably some lcd stuff that i i i could stand apart with but like see i've got yeah like, I, I don't this... i don't feel as is like there's no real reason for me to get rid of them all i was doing because i had them was just figuring out stupid uses for them when I don't even need to and something I've been doing a little bit recently is just trying to get rid of some of my uh, I guess actual real electronic junk like yeah. uh, like old like like really old HDMI cables there's just like not a lot of reason for me to even hold on to those I can't imagine those things being like needed in the future for much yeah I mean, I, I don't see a reason to have 20 of them. <laughs> yeah. And, but, 
is like really stressful right here. This is like stressful. See, like, I I've got this like, you know, what is yeah. this? What is it? Seven seven sixty eight p? Is that is that uh is is that the resolution that like that weird weird resolution that the retro tink supports? Because you know that's the native resolution of a lot of old seven twenty p TVs. I don't know. But I've, I've got one of those that, you know, it, it's at my parents' house now, but it's still like, like, you know, I, like that is a unique resolution that I don't have another. So it's kind of like, I should hold on to that. <laughs> this so, is like ridiculously know. stressful. <laughs> this is the kind of part that makes your palms sweat. This does look scary. Yeah. And, you know, I, I start over. Yeah, well, after that, there was the two dollars from Joshua Hel Helmicky saying testing. Does this work? Which I, I don't, I don't know. Did, was, were, were you having trouble? Maybe that's the reason I thought that we had missed a donation. Oh, Joshua Helmicky says, "Well, I got my super chat working again." Oh. Uh, and then said, "Raccoon versus Panda. Who will win?" <laughs> Raccoon won. Raccoon dog. Yeah. Uh, and there was five dollars from Mike Sherry. Thank you. I say, and am I expecting a trio of ninja slash samurai felines with these graphics? Ah, I, you know, I I've never really watched samurai pizza cats. Uh, <laughs> know that uh, at least one of my friends back in the day really liked it, but I never never. Um, you know, oftentimes when I went over to his house, I would see, you know, I would catch something, some of the shows he was into, but I never, never did see it myself. I was, I was never an avid TV watcher. Uh, you know, I, there, there were definitely shows that I did watch, but I was, I was never on the, the front end of discovering new things to watch. So you weren't like chopping at the bit to see the, uh, the Friends reunion? special that was on it came out on uh, hbo max i had no idea All right. <laughs> uh, i didn't really watch the show very much i mean i've, I've seen enough of it uh but my wife really wanted to watch the reunion special which was pretty decent i mean so i mean i was about to ask like are those things ever good <laughs> well i think so i mean considering that it's like was like one of the most beloved uh, TV shows, like in American history, I'd say. Uh, but it, yeah, it was, it was actually much better than I was expecting. Yeah, as stressful as this part is, I do like like the visual effect of those things fading in and out. It's, it looks nifty. Uh, and uh, there was uh, five pounds from J uh, Jamie Maxwell. Thank you. Saying, uh, <laughs> nice to hear Tri's alter ego is John Carback in DF's uh, Quake video. Also, emailed you both about eight slash 16 bit songs to cover on classical guitar from before. That sounds familiar. Did did you mention that? Or. Uh, or you might have brought that up. I think you brought that up before with the chat, didn't you? Yeah, it was definitely a chat thing, and I remember I, I requested the uh, the hard drive and instant replay music. 
<laughs> I think I'm, I, I, for some reason I, I suggested uh, Cyan, Cyan's theme from Final Fantasy VI, I want right. to say. I'm sure we could come up with plenty more though. Why, why, why don't we throw out one more while, 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 while he's Goss on the line here? Uh, what one more eight or sixteen bit song to cover on classical guitar? Uh, How about the uh, the woods music from from Potful Mail? That's a like the, but I don't, I believe a bit like, of that like was used in Analog Frontiers Part One or Two, maybe Two. Ah, uh, perhaps. I guess that would make sense. Uh, let me, let me, let me pick one. Uh, how about... I'm making stupid mistakes now. This is like a pretty serious, uh, challenge, like a d difficult difficulty strike. Yeah. Uh, let's see, 8 or 16-bit song. Let's see, what about... Uh, what about the, uh, what was it, Pure Prill Town? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Boy Month World? Or if you're going, they, they they spelled her name wrong in the translation in the, uh, the Monster World 4 remake. Wait. Like, it's who, like, it's like, like, Crap Rill or something like that. I don't know. You it's, were saying that the, the, the translation, translation is, is, like is so bad. It is like I I'm kind of it's like kind of like shock and awe that it is like as as poor as it is it's it's shockingly bad. <laughs> it, you know I mean it's I I guess you never know how to to what extent you know the events of the past year could have played on that. But you would think like translation, that's something you can just do from home. They could have got anyone to do that. Like right. the quality of the trans, I mean, maybe the quality assurance of the translation. Uh, freaks me out. Uh, uh, what was cannot make difficult. a pass part. The what? Oh, the translation. I, like the quality assurance of the translation is maybe what, uh, what really slipped through. Yeah, I'm wondering what, what happened with the translation because there's just like entire words missing from sentences, stuff like that. That's interesting. That's really interesting. I mean, I don't know. I also, I think I said to you that uh, it has it has no English voice acting. It has a bunch of Japanese voice acting, but it, the voice acting was not uh, was not dubbed or anything. I mean, that doesn't surprise me. I mean, you know, I I, um, I got a World's End Club. What is that? That's um. I was it's, very surprised to see that on your. Now yeah, it, well, it's um, it's it's a new game from the um, the the it's like it's like a team up between the developers that did Danganronpa and um, and like the nine nine nine. Oh, game like what is it like the like, like the nonary or nonary or something? Yeah, like the that. nonary games. 
Which I, I've only of the I like I pl I played all the Danganronpa games and I I mostly really enjoyed them. Um, and I, I played nine nine nine. I didn't love it. Um, so I haven't played any of the others, but I I, I thought it seemed really interesting. Like, you know, kind of one of those, like, niche games that's like, you know, you know, who knows? This this could be the kind of thing that would become difficult to find. Yeah. So I went ahead, I went ahead and got it. And I started it the other day, too. Um, but, you know, the, I, I actually have spotted it. Like, you know, I mean, for, for the most part, the translation seems fine. But I've, sp I've spotted, like, a few mis a couple of misspellings and just, like, I don't know, the three or so hours of the game that I've played. Yeah, so I mean, maybe maybe, maybe translation quality assurance is, is taking a hit this year or this <laughs> past year. Who knows? And you know, I, 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 you know, like I said, I was I was at my my parents' house, um, and I was I was playing uh, I was playing with headphones. And I I don't know if it was just like my headphones or something, but like like some of the characters have like different. Uh, and then I died there. Some of the characters feel like they kind of have like different like audio quality yes yes i think i heard something like that is true in i don't know what game it was but there was, that was a very real thing uh maybe it was a movie maybe uh, so, well, someone said it was that was, it happened with the like the fourth season of the castlevania series really yeah i feel like that would drive me nuts Holy mackerel. So like this i mean crushing me here so like some of the uh some of the um uh, uh, I mean, so I, I guess the voice actors probably like record at home, and some just right. have better setups than others, or, or or just inconsistent setups. Like at first, I wasn't really sure if it. I mean, it's like it's relatively close, but to the point where at first I like attributed it to just audio compression. Right. But like, it definitely is kind of like. Are, are, I, I, I kind of feel like they record at home. <laughs> it wouldn't uh, surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me. But, like, you know what was really off? Uh, wait, wait, I mean, it's just, it's weird. Uh, Bravely Default 2. Um, for the most part, totally fine voice acting and audio quality. But, like, Certain characters had a couple of lines that sounded like they were talking into a tin can. <laughs> like, just like a, a few like isolated lines. Like usually, I, I I think in all the cases that I noticed anyway, I think they were all like just like battle phrases and like not something you would hear all that often. Like, uh, like. Sometimes, like over the course of the game, like the characters like change, change up their like end of battle catchphrase every now and then. Mm -hmm. Like during a certain part of the game, like one or two characters sounded like that phrase was just like recorded in really poor quality. <laughs> and there was like a, a special attack with like one or two characters on like a certain certain jobs. It was just like, it just, it, it was very uncommon, but like, it just kind of made you think like, oh, did, did they like have to re-record this in a pinch? And like, they, they couldn't bring them into the studio, you know? Yeah. Come on. 
But yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. Was that the last? I believe I'm. I saw, some, I saw someone say I would have rage quit this by now. <laughs> but it has happened before. But we generally don't don't rage quit on the My Life and Gaming live stream. <laughs> You're so close to getting I, over well, that. That's like I just don't. I don't understand. And you've made jumps that don't look any more difficult than that i know and it's like, i think part i think part of your problem is you're double jumping when it's not really right. necessary right because you really need that what you're doing by double jumping is taking yeah i'm, I'm taking throwing the timing time away up. from the ground because you have to have a platform to jump off of and you have to have a platform to land off of so you're just shortening your total right. time in the air it's just that 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 and i do that like on on you know, when that happens earlier. Uh, but there's just something about that part that's just like really, you know, psyching me psyching out. Psyching me out. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Yeah, but you, 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 can't, you can't double jump that first one. I think you're scared because there's like a longer platform that you land on before the final platform. Yeah. I keep on losing my stupid thing there too. My my shield. Kevin Walga says this game is hard but fair. Unlike older games, the game over resets the whole game. You only go uh, go to the start of the level, which and you know it is nice that you do respawn. Right. The same thing too. So. I mean, I wonder how <laughs> many levels there are total in this. Oh no! I mean, it feels like you've moved along quickly until this level. Yeah. There's been a lot of variety of environments. Uh, there uh, is uh, five dollars from EB Chill too. Thank you. Thank saying you. Uh, I'm impressed with Corey's self-control. I should take lessons. Have a great <laughs> week, everyone. See, so you can't you can't let people down now. I know. You can't uh, you can't throw your controller. You can't got another two hours to can't, throw, so I'm not. You can't quit. You gotta do it now. Yeah. You gotta do it with, with calm and dignity. Yeah. And now, like... Uh, and Clark I... says, so, so you're saying you're EB not so chill? <laughs> <laughs> Shadow <laughs> uh, Mask has two dollars. Says uh, if anyone wants to play Six Degrees of Breath of the Wild, hop on Discord. <laughs> <laughs> See, I think I need to double jump that first time. There we go. I mean, clearly there's the boss there, so that's. Oh, yeah, I see why you have to do it. Yeah. Boss, that's okay though. Ah, 
I mean, in general, the bosses have seemed not too bad. No. It's interesting that it won't record the score for pausing. I wonder. I think I wonder like why. I I bet it's like a speed run thing. Like you're. I wonder if everything is like synced up in a way that you could start running and never have to stop. It does feel like the it feels like the game is designed with that in mind, which is kind of awesome, actually. Yeah. Like, you know, I I love the feeling of a game that you just feel awesome playing if you know it really well. You know. Yeah. Like you know, Donkey Kong Country is like kind of like that for me. Not that I you know can speed run it or anything, but you know I can. I, I I I can run through it pretty quick. Yeah. I think you did that on stream one time. See if you could beat it like in an hour or something like that. Yeah. Which I didn't quite beat it in an hour. But, you know. Yeah. Pretty fast. There was uh, there was five dollars from. Uh, uh, I'm not. Quite sure how to say it. Ma Massage. 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 Uh, saying, uh, I'm thinking about getting an OLED TV, but I'm fearing burn-in with older games slash consoles. How are your TVs faring? I mean, we've been extremely fortunate with um, with our OLED TVs, and ours are, you know, comparatively older. And I, I know that, uh, you know, the more recent models are supposed to have even better protection uh, against uh, issues. Uh, I mean, mine is from 2017. Um, and the only thing that like is, you know, it all seems to be any sort of possibly uneven aging. You know, I did for about a year or so uh, use it as a, I use it as a computer monitor. I edited on it. You know, because I, I just wasn't really that afraid of it. Um, you know, I if I walked away from my computer for a long period, you know, I would, like, change the input or turn it off or something. Um, but um, there there is, like, right at the top, like, where uh, the white Windows bar is. Oh, come on. Um, uh... Uh, the, if you have like a really like middle gray screen, um, there is a faint, and you just really look for it, there is a faint, 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 uh, you know, seeming, you know, I would say, I wouldn't necessarily say burn in, but you know, uneven aging, I would say, right where that white windows bar is. So maybe don't do that. Um, but like, the thing is, like, unless you're on, like, a screen that is literally just, like, flat middle gray, you what cannot on see here? You can't see it. I, I was going to just unload on him, trying to kill him, and I, he's almost dead. That's probably but, you know, so, you know, there's really only really specific situations. You can even see, like, temporary re retention. Um, like, for instance... Uh, 
like the you know like the Xbox One dashboard or Series X or you know if if you're if you have the Switch with the dark uh, the dark skin on you know the uh, dark does, does anybody theme. use the non-dark does skin? anyone use the white like i've never seen like it's the default and i've never seen anyone use it <laughs> like who would use that who would ever like, use a light mode when a dark mode exists in anything yeah but i mean especially like 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 it's it's not even like a, a concern for people to have like OLED TVs. Like they just like no one uses the white. Like why would you? I wish there were more options. Like I wish there was like colors or something, or like maybe you could do a custom wallpaper. I don't know, but I wish there was more variety. But yeah, like I've never seen anyone use the default. <laughs> it's silly, but um, like on that that gray that middle flat gray with no shading that's the only time where you can really see any image retention or anything and like on those screens like if you were letting it sit like on the dashboard for a little bit um like you might see like the where the tiles like the the tiles on the xbox one dashboard or something as you like go from page to page you might see like but it, like it goes away so fast it's just it's just a temporary temporarily retained image um so i don't think it's a major concern uh like i say there's just that one thing because you know i i perhaps ill-advisedly used it as a computer monitor for more than i should have longer than i should have um and it, oh, it you know i i i don't even want to call it burning i just want to say it's like you know perhaps slightly uneven aging but see like i play a lot of four three games with you know black bars on the left and right nothing like that play lots of retro games with static score counters lots of modern games with like mini maps in the corner and other things on screen you know i'll play a lot of Final fantasy 14 you know it's got like the text log and stuff and none of that has caused any issues i mean you know to the point where it's like yeah like i could upgrade my oled Shoot. tv and get like you know 4k 120 hertz you know i could take advantage of that with the new consoles but i mean there's I it before you know there, there's lots of little perks to the newer models but even <laughs> though my, mine's like four years old like like i you know i'm super happy i'm watching this stream on it right now through the you know the youtube smart app yeah. you know stream has lots of static elements i've never seen any temporary retention on it from or permanent or permanent burning from you know from having the stream up for for several hours you know i don't you know i don't watch tv you know so there's not like the little like uh channel bugs as, as we call them in the, in the business uh <laughs> A bug in the corner um you know it's not or hashtags the main thing that they do now just... um but uh yeah so i mean i i, I especially with the newer ones i wouldn't worry about it at all i mean i mean there have been people like who what was it um uh, Mobius Strip Tech had a problem. Mobius Strip Tech had a lot of trouble. He, had, he, he, he got a streak of bad luck with it. Yeah. 
Um, uh, where it was like a virtual fireplace. It's like what like messed this up. But I'll tell you, like I will definitely avoid using a virtual fireplace because of his experience. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I mean, I try to be careful with it. Like, you know what I what I do is if I'm if I'm going to be away from the TV for a while, I just like the the remote has a button for Netflix and a button for Amazon, like just a quick access button. I'll just like load up the Amazon movie app and just like let it sit there. And when you when you load up the smart apps, it brings up this screensaver where the whole screen goes completely black, but there's just like little fireworks that appear right, in random yeah, yeah, yeah. screen. Lately, what I've been doing, if I'm going to watch, if I'm, you know, if I think I'm going to be sitting on the same on the same screen for a little bit, but I don't want to turn the TV off, I'll just load up the smart app and then I'll switch back to the input. So, I mean, I do little things like that, you know, to, uh, you know, be somewhat proactive about you know avoiding any any issues but uh I, I i would not let those concerns deter you from going OLED. you know the the only thing might be if like micro led was like anywhere close uh to being you know affordable and at you know reasonable tv sizes but i i mean no one seems to have any clue when that's when that is going to happen Watching anticipation <laughs> here. We got plenty of lives. That, that rhythm really doesn't look too bad to make that last jump. You just have to do it. Crush that dude. Wait till you see how I waste him. Alright. There was uh Oh, okay. well, this, this is appropriate, even though I'm sure it's well after it was intended. This looks like the, the area underneath the temple in the, level, the first level of Shinobi 2. Yeah. There's some tough jumps, I'll tell you. Uh, uh, there was uh, $2 from Container 7 saying $2 because Corey made that jump and beat that boss. We're ready to do well, it all again, probably. Making, there was fairly low risk. I think you were just being timid about not hitting the spiky bamboo on the seal. Yeah. Gosh, it, you know, I, I, I played Legacy of the Wizard, which was, well, that, that was something. <laughs> I, I played that on many, many black backlog streams over the past uh, month or so ago. Um, and... Uh, it, <laughs> Spikes on the ceiling do not hurt you. And you pass through them in fact. That's spikes really on the floor do hurt you and they look exactly the same. But that's weird. Yeah. Like what really they just were just trying to reuse the tiles, you think? Yes, like the that game is full of extraordinarily questionable design. It's <laughs> it is super charming and you know, has Yuzo Koshiro soundtrack. Um, but it's, uh, oof. Oh, I, I, I could tell before you even fit the screen, even finished scrolling. I was like, oh, this is totally going to be an elevator. Yeah. I mean, I could tell too. Oof. Okay. 
I gotta just like get over using the double jump. Like I don't have to use it as much as I feel like you need to. It's just like one of those things that. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. I do that a lot in games too. Uh, there was uh, 49 pesos from oh, Carlos H.O. saying uh, greetings from Mexico City. Uh, over in uh, over in Artemio's neck of the woods there. Thank you. And uh, two dollars from Jake Wyatt. Thank you. Saying, uh, what are some decent cheap component switchers? You know, I think we were talking about this recently. You know, yeah. you can honestly not do not too bad at all with um, just like unpowered mechanical component switchers. Um, like oftentimes you can just find them at thrift stores, you know, like Pelican, you know, the, the, the kinds, the, the, the types of things that, you know, you wouldn't Big find GameStop at a GameStop it, anymore, yeah. but you, you know, you would have found at GameStop maybe 10 years ago, right? Yeah. Um, you know, just that kind of thing. Like actually a lot of the ones I've tried, not bad like i think i've got a i think it's a pelican one uh I, I i mean i don't really actively use it but um i could i i could and, and not be afraid of you know uh, obvious quality degradation you know based on tests i've done in years past um i i don't really know what's available now but like just a lot of those that you know probably can just find a thrift store um not that bad. Whereas, believe it or not, a lot of the powered component switchers I've um, I've looked at. Um, uh, sometimes they can dim the image, or you know, we've got one that on the surface seems really nice, and it's actually like super utilitarian because uh, it's got, I think, six inputs and two outputs. Uh, the, oh, the yeah, impact, yeah. I mean, I, impact I mean, there's been several times where I've thought of, like, different uses for it, but then mm. I ended up, like, that's just my whole thing with overcomplicating things. Yeah. And well, then I end up putting it back, but yes, it's... I oh. use it... The only thing I use it for is... Um, I use it to switch between um, uh, component and RGB to my Toshiba um, CRT. Like I, I have one input connected to um, one input sloppy at the end there. One input connected to the. Um, you know, that, that, that part of the level where you're going to the left makes me think of a part from Dragon's Trap. Well, we know that Wonder Boy Bobby likes Wonder Boy. So it wouldn't surprise me. Oh. Um. Shoot. Anyway, uh, the only thing I use that Impact Acoustics for right now is like, so I've got the Retro Tink, uh, RGB to comp. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Connect one input on it and then just component connect to the other so I can, that way I can put RGB stuff on that Toshiba CRT, which on a consumer CRT, 
if you're playing on a consumer CRT, like even though that that switch that impact acoustics switcher like minimally, minimally darkens the image and softens the image, like I'll be able to tell on a consumer CRT. Like it stuff like that really only matters if you're like making video comparisons, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh so and when I was testing out you know a bunch of like unpowered mechanical switchers, like as long as you use good quality uh, input cables and output cables, which, you know, hey, it makes a difference. You know, there are, we, we discovered, you know, last year that there are, I think it was last year, there are, there's a lot of component cables out there that look really substantial on the inside, but are actually garbage on the inside. <laughs> and, you know, we just looked at them and we're like, oh, this looks like, you know, really good thick cables has got to be great. You know, we don't, you know, we don't have oscilloscopes, you know, we're not ultra, ultra techies or anything. Right. Uh, you know, we, we thought these cables were good and uh, turns out they weren't. We and, were, uh, it's funny that we bring this up because we've, I feel like every, we talked about this yesterday a little bit, you and I about how every few months, at least one of us goes through like some sort of crisis about whether or not our our equipment is like messing up some of the results we're getting and like it's not good enough for what we're trying to do. And I think that yeah. just comes down to the fact that, you know, we, we want to be able to say with confidence, like, oh, our stuff isn't like making, causing any issues that we might've run into. And that's like, or, you know, or, or you have a situation like, you know, that, that, uh, that, that 480p, uh, RGB versus component comparison in the PS2 RGB episode where some people are like, mm, I think components a little sharper and see that. Nope. That was not the point at all. I just accidentally, I, I should have done a direct connection on both. And this I, dude, this lion dude killing me i didn't realize that my my shot switcher this... at the time was like slightly softening it had a low pass filter on it that was softening the image and i just i didn't didn't realize it so you know you know we, we always want to make sure that you know the way we're recording things is you know as fair as possible to you know the devices that we're looking at um, and that we're not, you know, showing that, oh, one thing looks better than the other when that's not actually true. Um, but yeah, we, 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 uh, you know, we, 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 we've been wondering it with, with capture cards lately. And that was part of what I was trying to sort out before the stream and was, was running into some dead ends, uh, yeah. trying to, trying to test certain modes on a capture card that I thought I was, it should be able to do, but I couldn't figure it out. But anyway. Uh, well, yeah, we, we, we kind of had a crisis with our component cables not that long ago. We ended up buying, you know, HD Retrovision makes male-to-male and even female-to-male, like, extension cables that, you know, we know that their stuff is, is you know, has, has ridiculously uh, high, high standards, uh, you know. <laughs> We were, uh, I was, uh, we, we were chatting with Steve for the first time in a good long while, not that long ago. And, uh, 
talk to him like, man, I'm, you know, it's embarrassing how long it's taken me to get Analog Frontiers done. He's like, dude, I know doing stuff sucks. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I, I think I finally understand now why why people cut corners. <laughs> yeah. But see, that's exactly why. I mean, not to put more pressure on Steve and he already has on him, but like, you know, we like really trust his engineering, right? Yeah. Like we know, like even if all it is is a male-to-male component cable, like it is vastly like it is demonstra demonstrably demonstrably i don't know how you would say that word out loud uh you can demonstrate that it is tangibly better than just like another male to male uh uh component cable for connecting to a uh uh from a component switcher to your ossc or whatever um, so yeah, your quality of cable does, does matter, um, a lot. Yeah. Uh, but it's, so in other words, these mechanical switchers, as long as there's nothing like bad going on inside, like as long as like the circuit board isn't like, you know, introducing noise the way it's designed like an unpowered switcher as long as you're connecting good cables to good cables just a cheap unpowered switcher uh, can often just be the best thing now we've got g-scars we use g-scars which are powered they do require power uh but you know there's there's no tangible quality loss that we we have been able to discern on on the um on the uh on the g-comp or the g-scart at least the current ones at all. And I was using an older G-SCART that had a low-pass filter on it that you couldn't disable uh, at, at one point. Uh, I was That's what caused that one PS2 RGB versus uh, component comparison to look un unfavorable to RGB on accident. Um, but, uh, but now with our current G-Comps and, and G-SCARTs that we use, it doesn't... Uh, doesn't have an impact on that um so yeah that long-winded way of saying you know <laughs> if you want cheap don't you can get a good cheap mechanical switcher but don't cheap out on the cables. yes it's still be a lot cheaper than getting a g-com you know, that is actually shockingly short for an elevator segment. I feel like elevator segments are like usually uncomfortably long, you know? What's that? I said, I, I feel like elevator segments are usually uncomfortably long and that one is surprisingly fast. Um, let's see, me catch up a little bit there was two dollars from joshua helmicky saying yeah, uh i can you. get behind that I, I i at this point i can't remember what he I, i'm not sure exactly what he could get behind <laughs> <laughs> sorry i'm not quite sure what that connects to i'm sure he could get behind getting good component kits. yes <laughs> couldn't we all Like, or 
or get behind using your your uh, strafing ability. In yes, maybe that's that's the key. But that's what he. I bet I I bet that's what he could get behind. Oh come on. Uh, I see Vanessa is saying I used the Pelican System Selector Pro from GameStop for years on a CRT back in the early 2000s. Never had an issue with it. it was awesome. Wish I could fi still find it in my storage. Yeah. Uh, I I <laughs> I got uh, I got one from uh, Drum and Lynn when they were they. Yeah. I, I was help I was helping two, them move. They have two audio outputs. They're pretty good. Yeah, the, and the, and you you know what you can also do is you can combine you can use them to combine. Uh, audio streams from composite S video and component for like connecting to say a RetroTink 5X. Like because they they share so like you could put component on one or composite on one uh S video on two two different component inputs on three and four and then you could connect all of those to the RetroTink 5X and only use um only use uh, uh, one audio output for all of them. So like that's that's actually really handy. Uh, and in fact, I could see myself possibly considering using it for, for that very purpose uh, for the retro tank if I needed to. I mean, I haven't, you know. Oh. Huh? Nothing. Just annoyed with myself. This has got to be like the last level of the game. This is like, it's like the last, it feels like the last level. It, re it looks absolutely like the last level. It's super difficult. And I ran out of time. Like in lots of oh. I mean, th th This definitely looks like the grounds on which the Tanuki will finally meet out ultimate justice. Uh, there was uh, $5 from Sonic Blaze 425 thank you, saying, what's the best way to split a composite or component signal between a CRT and RetroTINK uh, slash capture card and avoid signal degradation? Keep being awesome. Uh, I mean, if you have a PVM, probably the easiest thing to do is... It's to use the pass-through, which, you know, in, in our experience is, again, as long as you use good cables on both the input and the output, um, uh, would work really well. You know, I, I discovered uh, at some point early last year, I was having this really weird issue with, like, sort of this, like, a weird ghosting or banding that was occurring when using 480p on my 20l5 i couldn't figure out what it was and i ultimately found out it was because i was using uh by accident i was using 50 ohm oh yeah i remember that output cables not from the 20l5 but i was I had the 20L5 connected to uh, a 20M2U MDU, which then went with good cables. And then I, I, I had these 50 ohm uh, BNC cables that 
I bought them by mistake. And they were way cheaper than 75 ohm cables. I bought them by mistake. And I was like, well, you know, all I'm doing with these is connecting them to consumer CRTs on the other side of the world. I was like, and you're, you're not going to see the difference on a consumer CRT. Ah, but because I was jumping that signal all that way, oh, even yeah, though, yeah, yeah. even though it was those output cables were connected to another CRT altogether, it still impacted the quality of the, the signal on the 20L5, not for 15 kilohertz. Right. But for 480p, there was a there was a, a noticeable degradation, and I couldn't figure it out. And I, I somehow finally found out that was that when I disconnected those cables, the 20L5 looked fine. Uh, so yeah, it was uh, that was that was an interesting revelation. Uh, but anyway, if you're not using um, a PVM and you don't have the ability to output, um, you know, I, I, I don't know of anything. I mean, I, I know, I, I don't, it's I mean, too much. huh? I said it's too much. <laughs> I, you know, I don't know of anything outside of like the GCOM that like is going to give you no oh, Oh, Extron, yeah. yeah. Are those getting any more expensive these days? They are not? not. I mean, I've been talking with uh, Voltar because I, like, Voltar, I guess, hadn't really used his too extensively until recently. And he designed this little, like, SCART, or SCART to BNC thing that you can plug a SCART cable into it and it, like, latches into the, onto the back of the Extron. Like, it just... Oh, like, like a, like a rigid thing. Yeah. He, he tweeted awesome. about it, yeah. Um, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, Extrons. So you can go to eBay and look for Extron um, matrix switchers, and yeah. they're surprisingly inexpensive. And you power them with like you know PC style power cable, uh, and you do have to use BNCs. But you know there are you know adapters you can get, just like what Corey is men mentioning, or there's like a Wookie Win on eBay. I assume still on eBay. But, uh, I know, don't think he is, honestly. I, or somebody yeah? said, I think it was Greg Stewart who got one and said, you know, I went to your, the guy making those cables and he isn't on there. So maybe he's not. I don't know. I, but I didn't, I didn't check to verify. I'm not sure where else you can, you can get those adapter cables. Maybe I mean, retro access. I heard retro access had some trouble with a with a with a, some scart supplies getting lost and shipping. Oh really? Yeah. Um. So um. So anyway, yeah, Extron is is probably a good cheap way to do it. I, I you know I, I gotta be honest, you know, since I'm like super set up with my, my G-Comp and G-SCART. Like, I, I don't even know what, like, the current availability situation on G-SCART and G-Comp is. Uh, I mean, Castlevania... Is he still regularly making them? Yeah, but I think that you can just... You mainly just buy them through Castlevania now. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. 
Uh, but I mean, G-Comp, I mean, it's expensive, but it's like if you want an automatic switcher that has two outputs, I mean, the G-Comp can't be beat. Eight in, two out, no quality loss, fully automatic. It's it's incredible. Um, the, the, the Extrons, the one thing about the Extrons is that they are very hands-on, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, you got to say what you want in. You got to say what you want out. You know, you might you might need to look up some stuff in the manual if you end up getting it on the wrong mode or something. You know, your routing might get lost if the power goes out. You know, stuff like that. Come on. Extron, uh, yeah, you're, you're going to get extraordinarily good results from Extron, Gcom. That's about all I know of that you're, you're really not going to get quality loss. Out I'm of. like so annoyed with this because I'm, I'm just making stupid mistakes. You're getting careless. See, I, I don't think about the, the Extron as much when I's I'm thinking like, of so RGB, going on. RGB and component because, um, uh, because I, I use mine actually mostly for composite mess video routing. Yeah, well, I have a separate composite one. That if I wanted to use it, that I would, but it's just only has like the uh, two inputs on it, or two mm -hmm. not two inputs, but two uh, spigots per input for S video. Yeah. To be honest, like when later this year after Analog Frontiers Part Five is done, um, I when I do some, rev I'm going to do some revisions to my retro room setup mm -hmm. and you know there, there's you know kind of back to what you you've been saying about like you know just you've got too many things set up just because you're like looking for a use for them right and, and i i definitely think that I, i'm going to simplify my setup especially for like composite nest video type things because like mostly when I am capture when I'm doing something with composite or S video, it's usually very intentional. Like it's like, okay, I need this specific thing, composite or S video, and I just need to leave myself an easy place to plug that in and just get it as needed. Yes. Because the thing is like, I've tried like, oh, okay. I've got a spare Genesis hooked up with composite. I've got a spare PC engine hooked up with composite. I've got a spare NES hooked and up I, with composite. And I understand the appeal of doing that. PS1. You know, I've got, I've just got all of these different, like use like maybe once a year things. You exactly. know? Well, that's, that's a lot of the things that I was, I started thinking about when I like, remove some of this stuff is it's just like so much for stuff that I don't need and it's like the thing is is I run into a, a need for it like in the moment and then I think like oh I should just hook it up in this way so that I can do this like anytime I want to but then like honestly you don't even need it like again exactly because you know you know what the, the revelation that hit me a few weeks ago was is that like well, I'm I, I am unplugging these consoles, the, these extra consoles for, you know, composite S video capture, et cetera. I'm unplugging them and plugging them back in for 
because I'm removing them and shooting B-roll of them more often than I'm using them for yes. that purpose. So it's like, why, why am I putting more wear and tear on these ports by pulling them out, shooting B-roll, putting them back and plugging them in? I need to put, I need to leave them unplugged. And then Maybe just, I can have- them. You just have one input, you just plug it in when you need to get that thing. Exactly. And yes. otherwise, I mean, you know, my, my main consoles, I need to leave them hooked up because my, my main ones are all RGB and component. And, you know, they're going to the PVMs and the retro tanks. But now I've got all of my, my extras, you know, yes. hooked up with like composite and S video and stuff. It's like, oh, I could, I, I could conveniently record composite or S video at, at, at a moment's notice. But then like half the time, I've got it removed from that spot for B-roll anyway. Because most of the time I'm not, I'm not even, I'm, I'm not even like, yeah. So I just, I need to leave that spot open and available for yes. easy composite, easy S video. You know what I, but I, you know what I also think about is like yeah. one of the reasons I've thought about this a bit. It's like, you know what? We got along just fine without the stuff hooked up too. For the longest time, we made it, we made it, got it, made videos just fine doing it the other way for the longest time. <laughs> uh, perhaps yeah. even like, like even faster and more efficiently than we do when we have the stuff ready to go at a moment's notice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's it's true. So I, I'm I'm definitely I'm definitely going to pull up some of these like just stupidly excessive wires. Mm -hmm. And you know, I I'm I'm going to use them as neat. like, you know, something that was just so convenient and easy to do. Uh you know, a good example. Uh, I've got. Th this is really just a happy accident, but it's just it's just a very good demonstration of how easily you can use a device that you don't use often exactly when you need it. You know, I I had a number of Frame Meister comparisons uh, in the RetroTank 5X video, right? Yes. Uh, I made it very easy on myself to use the Frame Meister for that episode almost unintentionally because I hooked up underneath my couch a, uh, I, I've got a power strip that's just, you know, for convenient plugins for anything temporary that I might need to hook up real quick. Plugged into that power strip is a PSP um, power supply. Mm-hmm. Which I I, yeah, I just hide it. I tuck it under my couch when I don't need it. And if I need to plug in a PSP, I just pull that out and plug in a PSP. Because, you know, I'm not using PSP all that often. And well, you know, as a, as a happy accident, uh, PSP power supply matches the, the, the power specifications of the Frame Meister exactly. Um, <laughs> so, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Which we've known for a long time. Yeah, I use I have so, used a PSP power supply with mine. Right, but see, my Frame Meister is not hooked up all. Right. Because right. let's be honest, I don't use it a lot these days. Yeah. Uh, but 
All I have to do, I just pull that PSP power supply out from under the couch and it reaches all the way over to where I normally use the OSSC or now I, I'm, I've kind of moved the uh, RetroTink 5X into that spot. Um, all I had to do was just unplug the component cables or, or, or SCART cables from the device that was there. That PSP power supply reaches from under the couch just fine. And I was able to capture FrameMeister like it was nothing without, you know, having to be like, oh, well, let's have the FrameMeister hooked up at all times and have RGB and component cables and, and composite nest video run to it at all times, mm -hmm. just in case. But I was able to, I feel, use the FrameMeister uh, so much more easily by using it in that, that temporary scenario than I would have been able to use it if I had done Those it another way. pandas. They're pretty big. Yeah. They're idiots. They, they look like they, they, they look like they've got like Psycho Fox momentum. Yeah. Where they just kind of slide. It's, it's Psycho Fox like decap attack, like sliding. But for the enemies. Yeah. Uh, there was uh, two dollar two Canadian from uh, Breath of the Wild. Thank you. Saying uh, any HDMI two point one switchers or splitters aside from AV receivers. You know, I, I, it's not something I've looked into because I mean, neither of us have two point one capable TVs anyway. Right. Um, but but my like, understanding like even is AV receivers are having a hard time right now. Like. Like right. with 2.1. So I would not buy well, I mean, anything in terms of 2.1 stuff right now. Yeah, and you know, I, I would be very cautious about even buying it, you know, next year until people have said like, you know, confirmed really good things about, you know, PS5 and Series X working with a full feature set on them. Yeah. Um, because uh, you know, I I, I've been hearing that recently um, certain AV uh, receiver manufacturers have announced fixes for right. HDMI 2.1, uh, but I'm not sure if it's all through software or it might be some add-on hardware or possibly even something that you, uh, they might send you like a like an add-on device for free right or something. Which I, I don't is not know. something I, I I'd want to deal with. Yeah, I just, so I, I just mean, wait. yeah, I, I mean, just, I, just wait. Still. I, I feel like it's going to be like at least two years before I would really consider upgrading my my TV to a, like a 4K 120. Like it's it's just not that big of a price. You know, I was I was just. This probably makes me sound like such a peasant, but like, you know, I remember, uh, remember when we did the Series X launch day stream and I was like, you know, I'm, I'm not sure if I, if I have, cause you know, my, my TV can do 1080p 120. Right. Um, and so can yours. And, uh, you know, so I reduced the, the Xbox's output to 1080p and set it to 120 hertz. And 
I was just like, man, I, I don't know if it's it's working. Because the only game I had that supported at the time was uh, Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Mm-hmm. Which may not be the best game for demonstrating, but people in the chat were like, oh, you would you would notice immediately if it was Ryan in 120. That would be very obvious. And, uh-huh. You know, now that there's like, you know, more games that run in 120, especially like backwards compatible stuff with the uh, FPS boost. Like uh, a, a week or so ago, I tried out uh, Titanfall 2 um, with uh, FPS boost. You know, it has a 120 hertz mode. But see, the thing is, a lot of games that have FPS FPS boost that also have Xbox One X patches, sometimes those games have to go down to Xbox One S uh, graphics um, settings in order to use FPS boost. Uh-huh. Um, and so I was I was looking at it and like Titanfall 2 already runs at uh, uh, for uh, 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 60 frames per second with its 1x enhancements. Um, at least I'm pretty sure it has 1x. One uh, I'm pretty positive Titanfall 2 has 1x enhancements. Um, but anyway. Um, I was, I was trying the the 120 hertz mode. I, you know, I've, I've got a, I've got a save file in like the second level of that game because, uh, you know, I haven't played through it yet. You keep telling me lately I really need to play through I just it. Get like... <laughs> Sorry. Huh? No, it's just, it's just funny. I was um, like, oh, I, I'm doing, I was doing pretty good, and then then you just like went off the edge for something. Yeah. I, I. Uh, I there's a two dollar like donation. You're getting, you're getting better though. Yeah, yeah. You handle those pandas at the top of the uh, at the top of the. Well, yeah, the, I'm just memorizing it, already. so I know that they're yeah. that they're coming. So anyway, uh, I uh, you know I was I was trying that 120 hertz mode in, in Titanfall 2, and it's just like I feel like I would not like I can tell the difference between 30 and 60, absolutely. But I feel like I would not, like if I did not know that it was running in 120 hertz instead of 60. You and, wouldn't. You know, even... that little bit I was testing on Titanfall 2. Like, I don't think, I would have thought like, yeah, this is a really smooth, smooth game. But I would, I would not, I don't think I, I would have thought like, man, something is really different about how smooth this is. Like if I hadn't been told it was 120 hertz, I, I don't think I, I don't think I would have would have noticed. I don't think I would have thought anything unusual. About it. I, I think I would have just thought this man is a really good 60 FPS. I just I don't I don't think I would have. And, and maybe it's just the way my TV does it because it's like it's not, you know, it's you know it's it's a it's a slightly older model. Maybe it doesn't do 120 hertz as well as the newer ones. Like, like the the main thing is that the there is less um, there is less motion blur. You know, like not like not like motion blur. You know, from you know game graphics settings. Like, the, you know, the, like less 
pixel blur on the TV, right? Mm -hmm. Um, like it's just it, it, it it's it's closer to the, you know, it's closer to the perfect motion of a CRT, which you know, hey, that, they do it. At, it's with sixty frames per second, but it it, it, it the, the image looks sharper in motion, but not in such a way that. Like that that's really the only thing that is that really grabs me about it. And like in a game that if if Titanfall 2 is then reducing the resolution to like I don't know what the Xbox One S version runs at, probably like 900p or something. Like when I could be playing it in 4K with 1x graphics at 60 frames per second, like I'd I'd do that. Now on the flip side, I also was testing out you, FPS. Dude, you, you are such a peasant. He's <laughs> such a peasant for 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 thinking like 120 hertz is like not that crazy. It's just like man, you know. And there's people like pushing PC to like 144 hertz. All oh, got playing 144 hertz. It's, like, it's just like man, I told you about like, how I, I almost had a uh, RTX like 3070 or something like that. It was like in my uh, cart like twice at Best Buy, and then it's like. They first time, it, they like it forces you to log into the Best Buy site, you know, obviously, as you do, and then it wouldn't log me in. It would just like kept on timing out because the site was getting pounded so hard, and then eventually it was just like removed from my cart because I could not log in. And then another time, it was it was in the cart, and then it says, oh, but actually you got to get it at this place that's you know like over 250 miles away. So, and then it eventually just like, I can no longer get it. What were you trying to get? An RTX uh, 3070. Oh. I mean, I've casually been trying to get one. Not, not like super hardcore, like, you know, it's just not. If, because you it, want it, for it, video it, editing, you don't even want it for gaming. Right, but I mean, I, you know, I see that like the Newegg, uh, like the, um, they do like a, like a like a drawing every day for people that could buy it, and I you know I do that, but I mean if I miss it it's like not the end of the world. Yeah. Um, but you know anyway, but I, I was gonna say also I was testing the uh, the FPS boost in Fallout Four, which you know again is a game that you know I, several of these uh, these. 4K capable games that I uh, that I own and still haven't actually properly played through. I've got like a save like an hour or so into the game because of that 4K TVs episode. Uh, because I was just trying to capture as much 4K B-roll as I could. Right. Um, G-roll. Uh, as we like to call so it. I've got saves a ways into it. And so I, I was testing out Fallout 4 and I was like, well, when I set, set down to finally actually play this, like I was like the 60 FPS and FPS boost is pretty nice. And I was, I was testing it back and forth with the non FPS boosted mode. Like it looked like shadow drawing quality was like the same distance in both modes because it, that one does go back to Xbox One S quality. Um, if you're using FPS boost, but like it's the image quality, st I thought looked still looked pretty good, even though it was no longer 4K. Um, and like otherwise, like like you know the shadow quality and stuff looked the same. So I was like, eh, 
even if it's not 4K, you know, I think I might, I'm, I think I might go with FPS boost for this one. But like for, for Titanfall 2, it's like, that 120 is not doing anything for me over the, the 60, so I may as well play it in 4K. See, I feel like I got a good rhythm of like how to get this guy, but it's just a setup that takes a while. So, I wonder if you should save your big shuriken. For I well, I do. Oh, I mean that's like the. I I always do, but if I if I make it through that part without dying, then it's then I can do it. So I say all that to long-windedly answer Breath of the Wild's question of you know. Uh, HDMI 2.1 is a huge priority for me right now, so I haven't really looked into it. But like once, once it seems like things are really stable with, um, you know, HDMI 2.1 features on TVs and on receivers, and and also on like the PlayStation 5, like I would be, I feel like I would be a lot more interested if like you know, uh, you know, Xbox Series X has. Uh, variable refresh rate on it right now, which could be really useful. But, you know, I'd like PS5 to also have variable refresh rate. And it's, it should be coming. We, we think it should be coming. Yeah. It's just, it's, they don't have it right now for some reason. So, once... And, you know, maybe once you can capture 4K 120, I don't think you can really do that outside of, like, Atomos devices right now. The what? Uh, can you do, can you capture 4K 120 outside of like Atomos right now? I don't even think they can. I think, or, I think, I think the Ninja 5 Plus can. Okay, well, I, oh, I yes, mean, they can, but that's not even, that's not out until next month. You know, I, I mean, John has a Shogun and they can, they can, you know, uh, Digital Foundry can do uh, 120 hertz frame tests, so... So anyway, like, you know, once all the stars align on, okay, I can capture 4K 120, you know, TVs. I mean, it sounds like the CX does a really great job with um, uh, with variable refresh rate and 4K 120 and stuff like that. You know, but I'd also like, you know, let's get the PS5 patch for variable refresh rate and stuff like that. Like, and AV receivers, let's make sure they're all behaving the way that they should. You know, once all those stars align and I feel I've got a few more years of my money's worth out of this TV, I might think about upgrading. But like, just 4K 120 is just not that exciting. Yeah. I'm, I am perfectly happy with... 4K 60 hertz right now. I mean, it's, it's a miracle as it is that like most next gen games, you know, even though most games are not next gen Uh, Can you even, you can't pass through that guy even if you're like have invincibility frames. I can. Can you? It looks like he blocks you. The big lion? Um, no, it I looked mean... looked like you were not actually progressing through when you had invincibility frames. Like, if you could just, like, die and then just run past him, that'd be one thing. 
Maybe. I don't know. Anyway, yeah. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm definitely playing to wait and see. But in terms of just regular switchers, I have no idea if Come any on. of those are doing 2.1 right now. Regular switcher and splitter. No idea. But it's so new at this point. You know, I would imagine it's very similar to my frustrations I was feeling with HDMI 2.0. And I was just having such a hard time getting separate switchers and splitters to play nice together. And that's why I just gave up and and did the AV receiver. But I, I wouldn't be surprised if... How do you even do that? Uh, oh, you've got to jump. You've got to jump over the second. Well, you just got to keep running and jump over the second one. It looked like the, it, it looked like if you didn't pause in the middle and just jumped over the second one, it looked like the timing would have been perfect. Okay. Uh, th this this was a while back. I'm falling behind. Uh, had a lot of HDMI 2.1 to talk about, I guess. Um, there was uh, two dollars from Gaming Blues. Thank you, saying, uh, uh, "Corey, do you like this game or is this work?" <laughs> Uh, I I do like it. Uh, you know, I'm just if I was just playing on my own, I I might have thrown my hands up, at least for the day. Yeah. Uh, on this part, but the the thing I like about it, though is that sense that you get that you, this this is a game that you could probably just like never stop moving and you'd feel. Yes. If you knew if you knew your way through it, like I think it would be it would be super Yeah, I mean this fun. is normal mode. I wonder what insane this, is like. Yeah, it, it feels though like a game that like would be really fun to master. Yeah. Don't make stupid mistakes like that. Uh, there was uh, five pounds from Jamie Maxwell. Thank you. Saying, uh, never never knew about this game before. Bless Corey for plowing through, but this shows how, how a good stage theme matters. The music really doesn't fit, in my opinion. The first couple levels had really good music. And not, not that this is bad. This is certainly pretty good. Uh, you don't think the music fits the stage? No, I, I think it theme? does. I think it's, it's totally fine. It's just that... You know, it's just repeating over and over again. <laughs> it's it's very simple to be uh, you're, to be expecting to hear it for this long. See, I just like I wonder how I do this in a more effective way. There's a lot of things on screen during that second line. Yes. Like, I think your priority has to be clearing out the, the little guys. Because now that, like, you got rid of, like, all the things that are flying, like, it act the ground actually looks quite manageable. Maybe you could keep your distance from the lion and just build up your mega shuriken. That's what I guys. did. Yeah, yeah that might be the way forward. the way forward there was uh five dollars from joshua helmicky saying i, I think you. 
of this last level is to get up to the kendo lines without ever getting hit or losing power or using your giant shuriken or or just building up your shuriken again thanks is to that the what those are the kendo lions you think those big guys are the kendo lions i i guess that's what he's talking about i i, I don't fully know what defines kendo per se Kendo the way of the line. I don't know. <laughs> uh, there's uh, two dollars from Carboxylate saying, "I wish YouTube allowed 120 FPS uploads." And yeah, that's you know that's that's just another reason that like it's just like I really care about 120 hertz. I mean. It, it is actually quite shocking how much 120 hertz support exists in this generation at all. Like, I thought that was like a, you know, a, uh, you know, a, a, a bragging point for the, 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 the PS5 and Xbox Series X box that was actually not going to be practically used. Like, it kind of makes me think of how uh, you know, on the PS3, it was such a big deal that the pixel junk games were 1080p, 60 frames per second, you know? Yeah. You had to have really simple graphics to do that uh, on those systems. And, uh, like, I, I kind of very much imagine it being the same kind of thing. Like, oh, we're going to get some, like, 120 FPS indie games, but, like, we're not... But then, you know, you've got stuff like, uh, you know, there, there's several, uh, I, I mean, am I remember, am I thinking wrong that there's like, the, the, even like Yakuza Zero, or not Zero, Yakuza, like a dragon has, does it have a 120 hertz mode? Not uh. that I can imagine it makes much difference in a game like that, if it did, but... I mean, there's like, you know, I think there's some racing games. Shoot. There's there's Devil, there's Devil May Cry. So there's like, even though like a lot of them are ports or backwards compatible versions of last gen games, like still having like that, you know, last gen fidelity of graphics with 120 hertz is, uh... see, yeah, it doesn't look like you can pass through them even with your invincibility frame, so. You gotta beat them. But yeah, so I mean, it, it, you know, especially with the backwards compatibility on Xbox One, 120 hertz, pretty neat in theory. But like, just until there's like more practical need for 120 hertz, I, I just I don't feel like investing on it. You've got this. I feel like, I feel like I'm gonna need a cigarette after this game. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't had one of those in like what, ten years? Longer than that. <laughs> like thirteen years.
I'm sure the dev would would feel horrible for uh, for breaking you. <laughs> I wish I could switch the uh, the shoulder buttons. Mmm. That like, happens. Like I, I, I mean, I, I can I could just do that in the in the switch menu, but now I've spent too long with it this way. That oh I, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I can't. Well, you know, it's just like it reminds me of how uh, I really wished uh, I I had started. Uh, the you know the, the new God of War game. Mm -hmm. uh, I really wished I had started it with classic controls, which puts strong attack on uh, triangle and regular attack on square instead of on shoulder buttons, and then it puts uh, your son's commands on the shoulder buttons instead, because your son's commands are on like uh, the face buttons, which. I always thought, like, I was immediately thinking, like, this, like, he uses an arrow. Like, it just feels better to fire an arrow with... The shoulder buttons. The shoulder buttons. And, like, I just, like, shoulder button attacks works great for, like, Dark Souls and other games. I I'm fine with shoulder button attacks. It's just become pretty common. I mean, shooters, obviously, but, like, even melee attacks, like, you know, the... The Souls-like games, it's, it's standard in those pretty much. Mm -hmm. But uh, I, uh, I was just like, man, I really, th this feels backwards to me. But then like halfway through the game, I discovered, oh, there's a, there's a classic mode where it does put your, your Kratos' attacks on square and triangle and put the tray is it a lot better well it would be but it was again it was halfway through the game and it's like i'd put too much time uh, so you can switch it back into the game so like i tried it and i just like even though i liked it better in theory i just i couldn't couldn't readjust so uh i uh So I just I I kept on kept on with it, but like I'm I'm totally going to do that with the sequel from the beginning, you know. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you think I'm going to run and then jump over the second one? I, I think you're going the time. From what I saw, it looked like the timing was going to be perfect. Almost, but whatever. You have to hesitate like a moment. Ah, oh, yeah, pretty close. Well, this has got to oh, be Oh, look at the moon. You've got to be getting close. Like, that's got to be the backdrop of the final battle. Oh, you are. You're there. Oh, jeez. Oh, meet out that Tanuki justice. Ah, I almost had him. You think there's a second form? I, the music didn't change, but I don't think the music has changed for the bosses at all. Oh, really? Yeah. Can you see if there's a second form? <laughs> you just, you just, you just gotta know. My, uh, 
My heart is like is like beating out of my chest during that. <laughs> I mean, the whole thing. One of the things I like to do, you know, is if we stick with something for a whole stream, just like until until we finish. And, and you've you've done it a lot more than I have. But you know, we just it's it's a nice way to show people that you know this. If you just keep on trying. You don't. You don't have to be a. You don't have to be a super player to be. Yeah. To you know, beat a tough game. Uh, let's see. Tanuki Justice Boss Guide. How about that? Oh, there's a. Is there a two-player mode in this? Yeah, I think it's the co-op mode. Yeah, because I'm the picture has like a, a lady Tanuki. Like a, 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 a side by side, so I wonder if, wonder if it's simultaneous co-op. That, that might be, might be fun for a backloggery stream. Yeah. If, if that's the case, uh, let's see. Does look like there's a second form. Great. I mean, I think you know how to get through every situation. Yes. You just, you just have to apply. So essentially, though, I, I bet you need to make it to that last boss without dying. The idea yeah. is probably to make it to that last boss without dying. Which, you know, I think you can do it. I mean, I'm sure you can do it even if you, if you even if you don't make it without dying, but I think you need to be really patient on these lines. It'd be nice if uh, getting multiple of those shields worked in a way that, like, you know, lets you double up the amount that you had, or like if they stack. Mm. Zane's dad said, "I need to watch that uh, Mario Three stream." <laughs> <laughs> See. You know, you you've you've got to uh, you, you've got to beat this the stream so that you can be like Tanuki Justice easier to finish than Mario Three. Said by one person in the history of it. <laughs> Getting right there with decent lives, yeah. Ah. Do those pigs drop anything valuable or should you just run past them? I see you did. <laughs> Hmm. 
Oh man. This you is like, this is insane. You got him half down without getting hit though. Ooh, once there's a, a lot of flames though. Yes. What I would love is if there was just a... Oh! Maybe there's only a second form. Oh, geez. Oh, there's a, but it's a new level. I'm okay with oh, that. Oh, really? Yes. Unless oh, it makes me... Oh, I love... That's one of my favorite things, is the fob boss being its own. Yeah. That, All right. that is always such a relief. <laughs> oh, man. It's in the bag now. It's just well. a matter of time. What are those those pink flying uh, pink flying like shadow birds? <laughs> they, they make me think of the birds on the Secret of Mana title screen. Yeah. second form to this part. Well, the the guy that I was looking at had a picture of every boss. And, and this was like the second form? Well, the, the, this was the last picture in the article. Oh. Did I, I do it? I'm guessing there's nothing after it. Yes! <laughs> Boom! <laughs> oh, nothing like a castle crumbling while watching Twitch. <laughs> That's that, that is maybe the that is the most proper way to end a game. The you Tanukis know? are back on their road for more justice. <laughs> <laughs> it's just just really over the top, <laughs> over the top. Justice, the justice never ends. <laughs> but if you watch that last, if you see that last run that I just did on the final level, I feel that it was basically perfect until almost the very end. I only lost one life before the boss. Good job. Good job. It's going to show me how many times I died. Or continued. <laughs> Ooh, I got the. I'm the top Tanuki. Oh, look at there's like a survival. I wonder. I wonder what the unlockable is. I finished the game normal difficulty. Finished the game in hard difficulty. Oh, finish the game in hard difficulty with no continue, one player only. Insane difficulty with no continue. This is insane. Finish hard mode in less than 12 minutes and 30 seconds. <laughs> All game scores came well, that, that's that run straight through. I mean, I, I love the idea of a game. I, I love that idea that like you could just never stop running and 
like that the enemy placement and attacks and stuff are designed for that but it's actually yeah. it's hard to see, it's hard to visualize how you would do it but once you get it <laughs> you get it and it's awesome and there's also five dollars from rad rangers saying way to go Corey." <laughs> this is uh kill 32 enemies or less in normal mode with no continue wow <laughs> Make a 100% hit ratio in insane mode with no continue. See, you know what I, I would, be, would be neat is if like a developer came up with these challenges like before even designing the levels and like specifically designed the levels so that it would actually be really easy to do them, but difficult to figure out how to pull it off. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But the only person that can probably do any of these is the developer. <laughs> Maybe. All right. Well. What's, what's your review? I, mean, I think it's really good. Oh, look, I can change, yeah. I can change my controls on the game. I'm I'm looking forward to doing this co-op. I think this would be a lot of fun co-op. I wonder what next is. Did I not do something? If I press a button. Maybe like next. Did you have like multiple abilities or something? Um, you know, I, just for the heck of it. I'm just going to see what insane mode is like. <laughs> I mean, the first few levels didn't seem to give you a lot of trouble. Let's just see what insane mode is like, and then, you know, I'll pop something else in. Maybe I'll pop in something I haven't played before. What, what, um, what does the X button do? Have you figured it out? No, it doesn't, I mean, it doesn't say anything. Well, I can't make it past the first group of enemies here. Oh, yeah, <laughs> like, I'm, like, blocked by the enemy. Like, the first ninja-throwing, the shuriken-throwing ninjas. I don't know why insane makes me think of uh, I'm sure there's plenty of games that have insane as the hardest difficulty mode, but of, of all things, the one that springs to mind is Kirby star stack. It has, it has an insane, insane. One of my friends was like super good in, in insane mode in that game. I don't even remember if he had it or if he just got really good at it playing my time. All right. Nope. All right. <laughs> I'll pick something else out to play. All right. Yeah, go for it. Oh, Mass Effect has insanity mode. That that sounds that sounds kind of familiar. I think I think I just played all those games on on normal difficulty. I should be talking while Corey's picking a game, but nothing is springing to mind.
RS mode Diablo 2 deletes your save if you die. I mean, that's isn't that kind of common these days? Uh, with, you know, roguelike inspired modes and stuff like that. Oh, I just noticed that the, um, the, the, the tile for the original version of Monster World 4 is a hand-drawn version of the, uh, of the, the clay modeled box art. I, I don't know if I've ever seen a, uh, a hand-drawn version of that before. I wonder if it's new or if it's actually from the time. I mean, it's a pretty classic-looking art style there. Uh Monster, the, 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 the left tile is the remake of Monster World 4. The, the one on the right is an emulated version of Monster World 4 that, according to Corey, has uh, uh, some good scaling modes and in, in, in interpolation settings and even uses the terms... Uh, D-A-R and P-A-R for display aspect ratio and pixel aspect ratio, which I'm sure uh, makes uh, Firebrand X extremely happy. How about this? How about the... uh... The Raiden, Raiden Four, Mikado Remix version. Sure, let's go for it. I don't know anything about this. <laughs> Raiden's not related to Lightning Force, is it? No. Yeah. Or Thunder Force. Uh, now, it's it's a uh, it's a vertical shooter. Oh, okay. But I wanted to get it because it's the uh, it's the Mikado remix, and that's where we shot a bunch of B-roll. Oh, so they this is actually a version of the game that was exclusive to Mikado. Yeah. Really? That's cool. It's right there on the title screen. Yes, I do believe you can play Monster World Four with a square pixel aspect ratio if you were so inclined. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I could... I think you should. I mean, yeah, while you were getting the game, I was uh, I was telling them about how it looked like it had really robust uh, scaling and interpolation options. Yeah. Should I play overkill mode, additional mode, score attack mode, or arcade mode? Arcade mode that recreates the arcade experience with two difficulties, light and original. Well, you know, so, since I, I don't, I don't know if you're at the top, right. so I, I'm going to do overkill mode since it's, it's a new. It says new mode play with two missions and new score system. <laughs> All right, see ya. All right, you can be like, you can choose the ship you control in the game. You can choose this like fairy. She must be like a 
It's weird that they call it a character and there's only one that actually looks like a character. Yeah. But you gotta see what the fairy looks like. Yeah, but I, I want to use... I, I really like the look of the, the Raiden ship. Oh, I, <laughs> I, I have no idea how they make that fairy even work. Venaceria says it's an amazing OST. You want the, the plasma laser or the, you know, the, uh, the proton laser. There's the plasma laser and the proton laser. You know, it's... You know, I, I could be imagining things, but... It, for a second there in the menu, I, I thought it said SR and SL instead of ZR and ZL, but I'd have to see again, but that would be weird. <laughs> now that you say that, that sounds familiar. I, I, if that's true, I, I'm, I'm shocked that I got past Nintendo. <laughs> The bomb doesn't look very impressive in this. That, in the early Raiden games, I remember the bomb being one of those things that was in all the screenshots, you know? Kind of like the, like the Truxton bomb. Are these basically the same as the game's original graphics? Like uh, I think so, for the arcade version. I mean, this, this even had like a PlayStation 3 uh, digital release. Okay. Does it have like other? Let's see what the display modes there are. There's uh, I, 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 I thought that was five reals from Zenith VM, but it says morning again, which I, I would not expect it to be morning in Brazil right now. But uh, so maybe that 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 is from somewhere else. The saying, uh, here's just the routine super chat. Thanking for <laughs> thy videos. Well, thank, thank you. you. <laughs> also has a little, little, uh, happy face of, you know, some, some, some description. <laughs> uh, Scepter Sever saying, do I like shooters? Eh, I, I'm, I like the idea of them, but I've just never really committed to the genre like this honestly this more uh you know comparatively modern style of shooter uh that just has way too many shots on screen at one time this does well i mean not this compared to like some of the cave shooters i guess but yeah like Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, the ones that just have way too much stuff on screen at once, like, I'm... Like, I just don't really have a lot of interest in those at all. Like, you know, like, the stuff that would be more like late 90s and onwards. 
like especially for arcade type stuff you know stuff that you know arcade hardware would have been able to do it in the late 90s early 2000s there was just just so much stuff on screen like the you know the ones that were more limited by you know more 80s to mid 90s hardware i could see myself being more interested in them just because they they seem more visually manageable yeah, I, I, I mean, that's the thing, you know, like, the, the thing I like about bullet hell shooters, and, like, not that I'm particularly good, but I always love those moments where you just, like, start pulling, like, like moves that you would never, it's just, like, it becomes instinct. Like, it just, like, you're just doing stuff without even thinking about it. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't really <laughs> appeal to me. So like the ones that like are more visually manageable, uh, I, I do have an interest in, and it's just a genre that I've not heavily committed to yet. The only one I really ever played through to the end is Life Force on NES. But that's that's to be commended, commended, commended. You did it without the the cheat code, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I it's mean, been I, a it's been a good while though. I mean, I said that's pretty good. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's people do not consider it to be an easy game, so yeah. But you know, I, I, I I'm really intimidated by uh, uh, UN Squad. I've got that. I've got. Um, and that seems like something to be more up your alley as a shooter because there's 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 a lot more to that game than yeah, it's, the shooting. It's a very I mean, you can interesting game. Yeah, it's it's definitely it, one of my favorite shooters of all time. Just because it's but it it's it's, it's tough. <laughs> it it is. It definitely is. But you know, I like the fact that you can you know you can you can grind money if you want to, and like to get more powerful powerful ships. And like I like the like the non-linearity linearity of it. It's got a lot going on that makes it pretty unique, but it's I, I'm definitely intimidated by it. Um, I, I'm, I'm pretty interested in Axelay. I do have Axelay. Um, I've got I've got Gradius Three, which you know I I do believe is considered to be pretty difficult. Um, I don't know how much I else I, I I've got I've got Einhander, which I, I'm really excited to play Einhander because I. I, I've played a few hours of it before, and uh, I, I've really enjoyed it. Um, I've got uh, I've got Thunder Force Two, which is kind of different, I guess. The the, the Thunder Force games are just like so good looking on Genesis that you know it, it just kind of really makes me want to play them. Yeah, I was but just talking that's the only, with that's the only one I'll play. I don't know if he's in the chat. I was talking with, with uh, uh, Good Vibe game, uh, Collecting yesterday about, you know, like how I think the Thunder Force 2 uh, has like the best, probably the best sound, like our favorite, our, our favorite soundtracks in the game, or the series. I, mean. I prefer it more than it when it went so more like, like more metal. Like with four. There was uh, $10 from Luca. Oh, thank you. I, I saw 
I, I can't remember what the comment was, but I, I, I commented on some comment they made early in the stream. Uh, saying I've never donated before, but I watch every week, so here you go. Well, thank, thank you. You, you know, there was a... a Appreciate you a, watching every week. <laughs> a Twitter DM talk, uh, from somebody uh, talking about how, you know, just like over the last year, like with how difficult things have been like this has been like a, a big thing for them to enjoy and to feel like uh like they were kind of like just hanging out with friends by watching this stream it's like made me feel really good i mean that's i feel like that's the kind of feeling that we like to give in our in our live streams where it's just you know yeah well and, and it, it 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 seems that we've just gotten really lucky too with having you know, I think a lot of people just like to come every week because there's, you know, this chat room of like-minded people, uh, just, you know, to talk about nerdy stuff, you know, yeah. for a few hours every week, you know? And exactly. It's just, you know, it's it's, kinda... it's, 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 it's really nice that we've just, you know, been fortunate enough to have a, a good community spring up around this stream. Uh, and there was also, without a comment, but there was, uh, I believe, seven Hong Kong dollars from uh, Slaw Test 04 or 01. Thank you. Slaw Test, as in like coleslaw test? Uh, I mean, it's 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 spelled not like coleslaw. Oh, okay. But that that was the best way I could I could I could come up with to say it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. What was, I don't know why this just popped in my mind. What was that one Saturn game? Actually, I saw it, um, saw it in, oh, I, I saw it, I think in, in, in the video that you uh, did for a upcoming collaboration that I don't know if we, Wait, what? If we uh, talking about or not. For a collaboration video that we've been working on. Oh, I mean, it's probably okay unless we want to make it like more of a surprise. Let's make it a surprise for yeah. now, because we don't know if we should say anything or not. But uh, I, I saw the game. You gave me some G-roll of a game that I put in the Retro Tank video, and I saw it again in the segment you did for that uh, video. It was like it was a Saturn game where you're like a robot and shooting in in different directions. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the. Um, what is that? Uh, it's like Wolf Fang, I think. It, it, it came John, up as John a Wolf game that. once or twice in the comments, and I couldn't. Yeah, couldn't. it's very similar to like an assault suit game. Except you were like flying. Instead of like on the ground. Well, or, you, are you, you yeah, on the you're ground? on the ground too. Oh, okay. Uh, I, yeah, it says SR. Maybe it says uh, SL. That is. But, 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 there's all, but there's also a oh, ZL. Oh, that, that. Well, SSR and SL are the inside Joy Con ones. Oh, uh, okay. So that's what it is. I guess if you were playing two player with separate joy cons, that's what it's. For. There was, um, that is double. 
There was a uh, $2 again from gaming. Bo- uh, or I don't know. I, I, I'm sorry. I don't think it was again, but there was $2 from game blows saying stream hunt down someday is very entertaining. I have good news for you. If you go into our stream archive, Corey did play hunt down. about a, about a year ago from now. Yeah. Really quick. You see this, you can play two, two player with one controller. Wow. <laughs> well, I mean, that that's funny. I mean, I'm not going to do mean, it, but. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, it kind of makes me think of like the made up way that we, uh, Drum and I did, played Sin and Punishment. Uh, uh, we played Sin and Punishment two players with, uh, you know, each controller does the same thing that you plug into the N64. So we just played, well, actually, I think we play on Virtual Console, but, um, we uh we had very easy practice we had one one player uh control the care move the character focus on dodging and the other player focus on aiming you know just to take so that you're not having to pay attention to a million different things uh so it's not exactly sharing the same control although we did try it one time with uh, Sin and Punishment star successor where we tried um, like if I recall in star successor I don't think you can have like I don't think you can have like as a two player mode but I think it's just a second cursor you don't actually have uh, like a second character in the field but you, you so if you play two player you can have one person controlling the actual character with the shooting, but then another that's just shooting. Then we try one time three play <laughs> where we had one person do the player two remote. We remote one player hold the nunchuck to move the character and another <laughs> player hold the Wii remote. So player one and player two were kind of tethered. Yeah. So not exactly the same controller, but they were still tethered. So it was it was kind of weird. We never we never finished that run, but we played a few levels into the game. That <laughs> way. Uh, looks like we've got we've got we we've got a uh, we got a, a Hong Kong following uh-huh. all of a sudden with another five Hong Kong dollars from from K Foon. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Okay, no message uh, though? No message yet, but thank you. Um, uh, oh, here's uh, here's Ten Reals from uh, Zenith VM uh, saying uh, uh, it, uh, on Brazilian Reals, it, it, it is Brazilian Real indeed. Nevertheless, my work routine is out of sync with the day-night cycle. All that said, <laughs> Quite attentive uh, uh, of the noticing the time zone disparity. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, <laughs> I'm I'm smart enough to know that even though you're in another hemisphere, uh, so northern hemisphere versus southern hemisphere does not equal different uh, different different morning. <laughs> you need to be in Australia for it to be. Uh, for it to be a true morning. <laughs> yes, yeah, it makes sense that you... I, that's why I was guessing it was for you, that you were 
Uh, you you were a a night owl worker. <laughs> I am pretty poor at this game. Yeah. Uh, let me let me check the streamlabs. Um, I'm not seeing any, oh. any streamlabs. I look at, if I look at streamlabs, the second stage music is amazing. Yeah, streamlabs. I guess. So you you don't see anything we haven't read hmm. in streamlabs? I do not. I do not. Yeah, the music on the second level is pretty good. Oh, I, th I think Vanessaria is saying oh, if that a, if maybe a... those Hong Kong ones were uh, were Streamlabs. But usually Streamlabs, the... They don't the, show up in the chat. They don't show up in the chat. Yeah. So I wouldn't have seen, I wouldn't have seen it anyway. I wonder what the unlockable is in this. That the the what is it on the on the PS One? It's like uh, like the Raiden Raiden Project. It's like the first two games. And man, I really I wish I'd gotten that when it was cheaper. Mm. I guess it's kind of expensive now. Not that I'm like some huge hardcore fan of this series, but it's just. I don't know. It's just I. It's 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 comfy. I think. I think it's been around for a long enough time that it's just fun. Now speaking of uh, oh, Vanessa is saying message didn't go through last week. Oh, I remember that there was a message. Yeah. Hmm. There, no, there was no message last week. Through Streamlabs. Right. But yeah, those don't... The ones where we have... Um, ones where we're seeing them in... Through Super Chat on YouTube itself... Uh, seem fine. Now, seeing this... Uh, this Tate mode game... Reminds me how... Uh, my, you know very limited Japanese studies thus far. I, I learned this past week. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I learned Yoko. I learned the kanji for Yoko. Is that like the horizontal or is that? That's horizontal, yeah. It's weird that the explosions don't make any sound. It's very quiet. And I'm I'm kind of surprised that they don't didn't like don't have any gadgets on the side because because Raiden Five has a ton of like gadgets on the side. This isn't this isn't an M2 one though, is it? No, but I mean, but I, mean I, thought, 5, I thought gadgets were the I thought gadgets were M2's gimmick. Hmm. A lot of games have them. A lot of shooters, especially, have them now. 
like Raiden 5 just has them like all over. And there's like there's like plot happening <laughs> in Raiden Front Fly 5. That, that kind of, like that that like super messy presentation with just all that stuff in addition to all the crazy stuff happening in the middle of the screen that's just well a lot of that is just you know it's just showing you how far you are through the like through yeah, the it's level just, and so visually complex i guess i guess i just i guess i just like visually simpler games yeah but there like it's just funny because you know, five just like has like dialogue and stuff happening in the in the gadgets, like cutscenes yeah. happening. That's, that's that's a bit much, yeah. I think. Uh, there was a uh, five Canadian from Kevin Miller. Thank oh, you. Thank you. Uh, saying, uh, would both of you ever go on the Spawncast podcast or any other gaming podcast? Oh yeah, I mean if they if they if they asked us definitely. Or either one of us, yeah. I mean, I I watch the podcast like I don't. I'm not like like I don't watch it every week, but I mean, not like if I if I find myself in front of the computer on a Saturday night uh, and I'm like doing some stuff, like I'll definitely put it on for a bit. You were you were kind of in a a extra episode of Retronauts. Yeah, yeah, that's a, a convention recording. Uh, yes. Uh, I do feel like if they do a... I'm not sure if, they, if they've already recorded or not, but maybe I should reach out. I was just, I was listening to, uh, they, they did a new episode on the first Fantasy Star, and I felt really sad that I couldn't, be, I wasn't a part of it. <laughs> But if they do one on two or any other game in the series, like maybe I could ask if they need anybody. <laughs> yeah, I mean the, you're. I mean I would love to talk to you. Like you and like you know Johnny, you're like yeah you know, the like the internet's foremost. <laughs> I wouldn't say fantasy star fan. Like we're probably the most like like public, I guess, in, in terms of the in terms of like YouTube stuff, but in terms of your reach, I guess. Yeah. Well, I don't know if there's any like. Well, Joe's is... a pretty big fan too, and talks well, about yeah. it a lot. Yeah. Uh, I, I I'm not sure. Like, do people like speed run Fancy Star? Like, oh, is that, yeah, is that probably cool? not. No. Is there like a big streaming community no, for fantasy? Definitely stuff? not. Definitely not. Yeah, I mean, it'd be cool. Like, like, I mean, I would like, love to most, be like on a, like a, most, a episode proper of Retronauts. I mean, because I I listen to Retronauts like every week when I when I lived in New York. I mean, I, I've said said this a whole bunch, but you know that was a bit like that show was a big inspiration. For, like starting the channel like that and um, I, I always say that it was it was Retronauts and uh, This American Life that like and and, and uh, WTF with Mark Maron which were the, are the, the three podcasts I listened to like religiously when I lived in New York that would I wanted to do something similar 
like on our channel. And I think that's like where a lot of the uh, early desires to do documentary stuff came from. Just from stuff from from those in particular. I mean, I say, that, I say that pretty often. You shot him asking, hey, we'll get you on with a Twitter campaign. Let's go, folks. And I, I wouldn't do that because, I mean, we I mean, we, we know Jeremy reasonably well. Like, we... Yeah. I, 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 I mean, I could, I, I could message I him and ask him. I don't think people need to annoy him, To Yeah. I mean, if, if I had known that they were doing a Fantasy Star 1... There's bug flying around. It's not a cicada. It's like a... What is that, like a crane fly or whatever? Oh, those things. I see uh, Christopher musing that uh, I like how I always show up after they changed games. That of the thumbnail game is vastly different than I expected. No, Corey, <laughs> Corey did beat Tanuki Justice, which uh, well, it was a challenge, but he got it done. Yeah. He got it done. There it is again. How, uh, how, how are the cicadas uh, going? Uh, over? you know... <laughs> It has it has not been that bad. Uh, oh, uh, I, I saw you. You took a pic. You took like a close-up picture of one with your son in the background. So like, you apparently are not so afraid of well, them. I, I mean, I haven't run into any like really huge ones yet. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I kind of find I, I like the the sound that they make. Uh, you know what it sounds like? Oh sure, it sounds like it sounds like summer in Persona Four. Exactly. <laughs> exactly, and I had no idea that that's what it was going to be like. I'm of like, course, oh my god, yeah. this is like, this is like what what summer sounds like in like animes and stuff. Is what exactly yeah. what I like? Oops, what I thought to myself when I first heard it. And uh, I mean, they're just like kind of hanging out, like I mean, walking around to the park and stuff. I just saw them like they're just like in the grass and stuff. And, and my wife got the kids this. Uh, like this vacuum gun for for bugs, which is actually pretty cool. I gotta say, it's like it's like a gun, and it and you uh, flip it open, you flip the the tip of it open, and you can and you can suck it in like a bug into it, right? And then you can like turn this little dial, and it makes this uh, magnifying glass like oh. turn into there, and then you can take the tip of the gun off and get like and look at the bug with a magnifying glass. It's kind of awesome. So we were using that with uh, with the cicadas, and like they weren't that big, or they weren't like you know is is scary as as I was expecting. But I mean, I think the thing is, and I kind of realized this when I was like you know putting that one on the edge, like on the stick, to like take that picture yesterday, is like like they are they're just they're like they're totally stupid. They're just idiots, and they just like they just sit there and hang out. Like you can just like reach down and pick it up. You can grab it, and it will like scream a bit. It'll make that noise really loud. But uh, you know, I got this one on the stick, and I just like he could have flown away. But I feel like they they fly, and then they never they land someplace and probably stay there until they die. <laughs> mm. I, but my the big joke that I have with it, and the other kids have started doing it, is that I, you know, we found this one guy when we were like out out for a walk in the park, and there's this guy fishing. There's like a like a fishing lake, like really close to our house, so we can like walk down there, and it's like it's great to walk around it and stuff. And there's this guy fishing, 
and he had this big bin, like just full of cicadas, and he was using what? them as fishing bait. He's like, oh, oh the, wow. the, the fish love it because they just like, you know. Uh, I'll read that in a second. I think that was a um, Streamlabs oh. from v Venice area. So I'll do that in a second. But anyways, I was, uh, he was, you know, he was fishing with him. He's like, oh, you can just like pick him up and just do whatever. And, uh, you know, I for I totally forgot where I was going with it. That, you know, like they were alive. They're alive and mess. they're just like in this big bin and there's like, they just like fly out, but they don't. He's just like, oh, I got these off the side of my house. You sit there. Yeah. Uh, but oh, the big the big joke that we have though, and uh, that I I've been laughing about it is that, uh, like all of them are thinking like, oh man, you know, I waited 17 years for this, and now I'm being used as fish bait, <laughs> or just you know, because they it takes 17 years for the like the eggs to hatch, right? Or. They like grow as grubs underground for that long. I, I don't really know how. Yeah, I, but it's like, it's like it's like, but, it, but like, like the, the eggs what? are laid and then they hatch seventeen years ago. And you know, I was thinking about how, you know, when these eggs were laid, like my wife and I hadn't even met yet. <laughs> and now I think about when they yeah. come back again, I'm gonna be, you know, like I'm gonna be sixty. <laughs> that's that's crazy. But you know what? I, I don't know that much about like th there are other types of cicadas that are not like these like thir there's like 13 year and 17 year. But like there's got to be I think they're in so like like the whole like, you know, just like I mentioned persona, you know, the stereotypical anime like summer sound like th there, there must be cicadas like. They're just like every year, right? Uh, yeah, I, I would assume so. Yes. But I mean, in, yeah, in, they, they come out, but I mean, these are yeah. just, these are the, the brood X that they only show yeah. up every. The brood is, 10. Or is it brood 10? Is that what it is? Yeah. I think, I think so. brood X sounds better. You know, it makes them sound like. I think that's what like, it's supposed to be because, well, you if you go to the, if you go to the Wikipedia page for the, the periodic cicadas, like they, um. Like you can see a map of where the different broods are. There's only like twenty of them or something. Different broods. Uh, it's just well, that you happen to live in the area where where number ten is. <laughs> Brood ten. Yeah. Uh, I'm just seeing if there's uh, anything else I can play for also, a few minutes here. Was, uh, there was another uh, five dollar. Uh, Hong Kong from from Kei Fung, but uh, also also no message. We got to do that, the Shante thing. We were thinking a long time ago. Although you know, I guess he did that. The 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 how we were gonna stream the Switch version of Shante and see if Modern Vintage Gamer wanted to be on the stream with us oh yeah yeah but i mean he did that stream with audio or not the stream but like a uh like a podcast or like a just a video where him and john and uh Audi, like talked about it talked to him like kind of an interview type thing but we should we should see if he wants to do that even though it'd probably be a lot of the same info is is in that stream but it'd be still be fun 
You should uh, read the Venusaria. Oh, yes. Uh, thank you. Line. Saying uh, $3 from Venusaria saying, uh, testing the uh, Streamlabs messaging. You two are the best. Well, thank you. Uh, and, and that did, for the record, appear on. Yes. Uh, appeared on the stream. I did see the message. Almost <laughs> sneezed. Still think I need to. Is there anything else that I should. Do you want me to just show the uh, the Monster World 4 like emulated version just so you can see what it has? Sure, why not? Or should I? Okay. I mean, I only got a few minutes anyways. Well, I see you have got that Wallachia or Wallachia game or however you say it uh, on your Switch there. Which uh, I, I, I think I saw there was a someone was doing a physical of that. But I, I couldn't tell from the trailer if it looked all that good or not. Ooh, Corey. What's that? Corey, uh, what? Corey moved, oh. moved the game card without closing the game. Tisk, oh, well. tisk. I, I, I was saying, I see you've got that uh, Wallachia game on your, on your switches. It ain't good. I, someone was doing a physical copy of it, but I forget who. What is it? Wallachia? Wallachia, Wallachia. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, I got that at the same time as I got Tanuki Justice because Video Games New York was doing both. Oh, okay. I, I saw someone else was doing a physical, but uh, I, I looked at a trailer and I wasn't sure what I thought of it. So this is what the game looks like all the time. Not really. <laughs> uh, okay. Now, something to point out, I the uh, the title screen for this game is three twenty pixels. Wide. Right, exactly. But if you but you know, the gameplay is two fifty six. So, right. How do they handle that? Well, it it does it both correctly. Watch. So this is the this is the uh, the pixel perfect mode. So it's display perfect with the scaling set to razor. So that's non-interpolated. But then you get to the game and look at that. So it's 256 in game. But the title screen is three is 320. Right, but your your picture looks pretty skinny to me here. Right. But that's because I mean that's the uh I mean, this is the title screen is is three twenty, right? And then the game right, is two fifty six. But I mean, this is just the see the game is. Well, how, how can you make it? How can you make it four? How can you make it four three? Well, then there's you there's the uh, you can do full screen, you know, stretching it. You can do the uh, the four three is that display aspect ratio, and then the one to one pixel aspect ratio. And then. Which uh, yeah stretches and, it vertically. And for your shader, you can choose crisp interpolation. Uh, if you want, or just for scaling. So, what, what do you think would be like? Is it the one-to-one pixel aspect or the? You you, you want four three dar. Right. So okay. So the razor is like non-interpolated, and then the crispy is like. You can kind of see it switch a little bit. I assume that that's what's happening. Is like, is this interpolating it? 
you kind of see it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, you, are you changing that with a with like a hotkey? Oh, oh yeah, pre- you, you can go left and right and do it like this. But if you just go to full screen preview, you can swap back and forth. So that's kind of useful. Mm-hmm. So you can see that. And then there's also a soft. And it's like really hard to tell. I just think that that's interpolated like slightly more. I mean, I assume that that's what it is. I mean, it's going like that's. It's just it's just smooth on the edges, like like uh, I'm on both axes because you know if you go to yeah, because you're, you're you're it's filling the vertical space, so it has to right. But if you go to like the one to one pixel aspect. It, it does not allow you to do any scaling, so I wonder if there's, I don't know, either way. Um, so uh, there's questions about how you get this. I don't know if you can just go to the store and go uh, download the original version from the eShop yeah, I don't know or if you can. But it, it does come on the cartridge for the the Switch version. Right. We think we don't know for no, sure because the PS4 the PS4 version's just shipped. Right, but it's it's out in in I mean uh, stri- strictly limited games has like said that you know it's a download code with those versions with the PS4 okay. version. Well, I'm so still it's... waiting for my PS4 version, and I, I'm planning to stream the remake once my PS4 version comes next week. I it's so stupid. We're such stupidly big fans of Wonder Boy. So I I, I end up ordering the Switch Japanese version, which we think may not include the original version on the cartridge, but it comes with like some like like some pretty large art books that I thought might be, you know, yeah. Just, interesting materials to have for b-roll in the future so i'm like eh, i don't know why but i'm gonna order this <laughs> japanese switch version <laughs> and then maybe i'll still be disappointed that the ps4 version uh, of the original is a download code and i'll still end up buying uh, who knows <laughs> i don't know i don't know i feel stupid buying this stuff so check it out there's there's going into the shaders i mean there's just a crt but there's different masks so you got like your typical like you know, scan lines, wow. but then you have like, you know, like it's like a shadow mask, like gets more intense. I mean, does it have like, does it have like CRT or, uh, I mean, composite? Um, it's, it's just like three of them. So th- there's no like, you, you can't look at and like composite quality or anything. Well, you can turn up the mask intensity, it makes just makes it darker. You can probably get something comparable. Yeah, I'm just, I, I'm just wondering if, like, there can be, like, dither blending type stuff going yeah, on. Yeah, got the, uh, like, the intensity. Crazy, I mean, does this, would you say this gives uh, Sonic Mania a run for its money? Well, I think it's different than that. Because that's just a game that, you know, is, like, is built around that. I mean, I guess, like, it's it's decent. I mean, I think the, the options... Sonic Mania doesn't have, like, any of this, like, typical emulation type things. So you can okay. So you can like the curve looks pretty good. Yeah, you can turn down the. What's cool about the curve is it so it has, you know, like a regular curve. Like if you want it to be like, say, if you uh, wanted it to be like flat like that, you can do like the you could 
make it just more curved on the corners. Oh wow! This is I don't, pretty I don't know what the, what the what the trini the trini curve is. Maybe that has something to do with like Trinitron. Maybe maybe it's like yeah. Oh okay. So oh, oh I... so it makes it like a square Trinitron type screen, like a flat screen type. I assume. See how it's like. Or I mean, Trinitrons are more like they they curve. They curve horizontally, but they don't curve vertically. Maybe that's it? Uh, maybe. I mean, you can... It looks like a vertical curve there, though. So, and you can, like, combine the different curves? Yeah. That's that's silly, but cool. Yeah, and you, you, know, you can up and... I mean, if you lower the sharpness... You know, turn the scan line intensity way... You could just make it real stupid. Then you can even affect like the gamma, if you wanted to. Wow, <laughs> you really threw it out of whack there. Yeah, I'm just I'm just screwing around now. That's fun though. That's yeah, neat. I mean it's it is surprisingly fully featured. I I was awesome. I, like this alone is like really making me like mm, I need to get that American Switch version now. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait and see if the uh, if. It, it's on the Japanese version. I'll be I'll be curious though. Yeah, I mean, I was just like, you know what? Like, let's let's find out. Why not? I mean, I say in the script for the video that I'm doing on, you know, on the remake and this version that for the longest time I was ready to just you know like I can take the Genesis Mini as a kind of consolation version of having like a physical version of the English translation of this, but. Once I saw this was going to be on the cartridge, I was like, oh, I'm going to have to, I'll want to buy that. So I Even ended up, I ended up buying the PS4 version, version and, and this version because I wanted this version with, you know, with the game on the cartridge, or the original game on the cartridge. And then the PS4 version is undoubtedly going to run better because the remake, it probably runs at like 30 to sub 30 at times. I, I really feel like the backgrounds move at a different speed hmm. than the character animation, but I think that might just be me. But uh, I, I, you know, I feel like it, at the very least, if, if it doesn't run, if the remake doesn't run amazing on the PS4, then it'll, it'll probably run really good on the, on the PS5. You know, another thing that I really like about, uh, about this having the Monster World 4 original on is that the Switch dashboard has like a hand-drawn version of the of the box art. Which I don't know if yeah. that... Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, that I, don't know the... If that's, I don't know if that's like from back in the day or if it's uh, if it's like, if that's new art. Yeah, I, I feel like it's, it's new art. But it's pretty awesome. I yeah. love it. Um, but what was I going to say about it? You know what also I like about it is so in the original, I don't know if this is a six button controller game though. So I don't know if this is a thing, but if you remember in the original, you have to, uh, double tap to run, you know, to, yeah. to dash. Well, they tie that to a button in this. So you can just hold down, uh, uh, ZR and you dash. Interesting. Nice. Can you still double tap if you want? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. 
There's there's also there's no rewind, but there is. There's a fast forward, which I mean is more like <laughs> something that you would probably use more than you would. Like for you specifically, would probably use a fast forward. Yeah, I'd be more likely to use that than rewind. Yeah. Although I probably still wouldn't use it. Um, I saw uh, a bit further back. Uh, Vanessa was asking uh, what I thought of the oh, Dragon Quest. Yeah, it was. That was seemed seems like good stuff. Where I'm going here. Uh, I mean, it's it's cool to see. Uh, even though it's not a full unveiling, it's cool to see uh, see a little more acknowledgement of Dragon Quest Twelve. Same director as Eleven, which is uh, I would I would say a good thing. Um, and uh, you know, some people seem to be a little worried about like you know saying like, oh, we're going to mix up like the menus or something. He said menus aren't going away though, so like I'm thinking that they're just going to like. You know, they're just going to change up how the menus are presented, like, you know, modernize them a little bit. Maybe they'll do like a Mario RPG style, like, you know, hit are, a face are, are you talking about 12? Menu or something, huh? What they're saying about 12? Yeah, I mean, they said like they're, they're going to change up the command menus, like commands aren't going away, but it's going to be changed, changed somehow. But like, I mean... Dragon Quest, like, even when they say, like, oh, this Dragon Quest is going to be really different, it's it's not. <laughs> well, I mean, I so, hope that that's the case. I hope that it's not different, because I think that the people that play it, play it for a very specific type of experience. Exactly. Well, I don't think, I, I, I you know, I think some people are maybe a little nervous about those comments, but I don't think... I don't... I, I think it's just going to be some little thing, like, you know, the, the menus just, they... They look different or something, but you know, at the end of the day, even though you know Dragon Quest X is an MMO, it's it's much more of a Dragon Quest game than, than it is an MMO, you know. So yeah, it's, uh, I I you know they've also said it's going to be more of a Dragon Quest for adults, which you know I mean who knows what that even means? I mean I don't I don't think it's suddenly going to be like super mature looking or anything. It's still going to have the you know, same old Toriyama enemy designs. I mean, those never change. Yeah. You know? I don't. I don't think it's going to be that different. Some people seem to be a little nervous, but uh, I. It's. It's. I'm. I'm. I mean, I'm excited. I don't think it's going to. Be really like, I. I don't think that anybody who plays Dragon Quest wants a dark and greedy, gritty Dragon Quest game. No. But I mean, you know, I mean, it would it would be interesting seeing like, you know, maybe a, a a darker approach, but it would still like need the same basic visual style and stuff, you know? Yeah. You know, but uh, you know, just like you know, I would say Final Fantasy, uh, you know. Five and six are very different in tone, but, you know, relatively similar in visual style. Although, I mean, there are differences, certainly. But, you know. Uh, of course, Dragon Quest does change from time to time, whether it's got, like, more of a, a chibi proportions character or, you know, realistic proportions char characters. 
Although the the enemies never really change. But and then there's the you know the remake of three. Now I will totally play the heck out of that. Oh, it looks amazing. Unlike, uh, it, you think it's being done by the same, they call it HD 2D, which is kind of like, they use that term for the uh, Project Triangle strategy. It's probably it's like that, is like, like that, that is like, I think they, they like even trademarked it or something like that term for, you know, their Octopaths Traveler style graphics going forward. Um... I really hope, though, that it I hope it comes to PS4 slash PS5 because, like, you know, that style doesn't hold up great on the Switch, I don't think. And, you know, I, I hear people saying that the Xbox version of Octopath Traveler looks amazing, but I don't think there's I don't. I don't think there's a uh, I don't think there's a PS4 version of Octopath. And I, I'm assuming that uh, Triangle, yeah, there Triangle, isn't. But I mean, I wonder if there's. It's weird that there's not a, after all this time. Like, I mean, it was a Switch exclusive. That's fine. But now it's on Xbox. It seems weird that now that's not also on PlayStation. Well, I was like, I was weirdly surprised, and I had no idea that Cuphead is on the PS4. I did not know that either until, you know, some people are so, so like, like feel like they got to inform you that, oh, Cuphead is also on the Switch, you know? Well, it's like, yeah, but you didn't understand. The point is Corey didn't want to pay for a version, another version of the game. Yeah. He owns the Xbox version. The point was he was able to play the Xbox version on PC because he owns that. Right. But yeah, that was news to me that it's on PS4. I did not know. But hey, Sony Sony gives Microsoft baseball. I guess Microsoft gives <laughs> baseball. That's the good. But uh, yeah, so I mean, I I hope that comes to PlayStation because unless like it looks equally as good on you know Switch Pro or whatever, which I mean. People are saying like we're gonna be learning about that extremely soon because they want to announce it before E3. Did you hear that? Do they want to announce what? Uh, the the rumor is that Switch Pro is going to be announced before E3. Oh yeah 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 yeah. I thought the, people were speculating it was gonna get like announced like last Wednesday or something like that. Oh, really? Well, people, that's what some of the things were saying. Maybe they were going to, and then... Like, if, if, if somehow the game can look equally as I'll good... I'll tell you one thing. If, if, if it is not... I think that I see a face Lord is talking about. If they, if they do not call it the Super Nintendo Switch, like, I'm going to be just so... I'm going to be so annoyed <laughs> with them, because... That's what everyone wants to call it. As yeah, long as... It's, it'd be, it's stupid not to. Right. I mean, Switch Pro, I, I, I would be fine with. I don't know why people are defaulting to calling it Switch Pro instead. Of, probably because it's just like comparable to the idea of PS4 Pro, I guess. But yeah, right. But um, like, yeah, the, the, the ob I mean, literally everyone wants it to be called the Super Nintendo Switch. So and like what what are you even doing if you don't just do it? I, I am of the mind that if 
Nintendo ever has a follow-up system that is using the same name as the previous system in some way, it should be called the Super of that. Well, the only difference is, though, we expect this to just be a, you know, an upgrade of the Switch rather than a completely new platform. Right, and I think that, I, well, I mean, I feel like if they had called the the Wii U the Super Wii, the Super Nintendo Wii, like, I feel like that would have done, it would have done better. It would have made a difference. Which is kind um, of maybe a stupid... They should absolutely call it the, the, the Super Nintendo Switch. Uh, if they don't, then, you know, that's silly. But I'll be happy with probably literally anything except new Nintendo Switch. And I'm, I'm like, seriously concerned that that's probably what it's going to be. I, I would say that there is like a 52% chance it's going to be the new Nintendo Switch. And that's, that is, that's a bad thing. <laughs> I just like waste my time here. It's interesting the the pacing between this and the remake. Yeah, which is I expect it to be like identical. Well, it is, but because everything is bigger in the remake, it just it feels like there's. Like everything just like moves like so much slower. Like the like the pacing is so much slower. Like, do you see more or less of the overall field? Uh, I mean, I think you see more because I mean it's the different aspect ratio sense, for one. Thing. I mean, this is but, a fifty-six I mean, wide game, so these are usually a little chunky. You know? Right, but I'm just saying that just how everything is is set up in the uh, in the remake, it just makes it feel like. Everything's bigger, so it just feels a lot more empty. Well, I guess we'll we'll be demonstrating it next week, huh? And well, and hopefully you'll have a video out on midweek just because you wanna. Yeah, that is that is the plan. I like I, I, I told you earlier that I'm going pretty fast and loose with with the script, so I want it to be just a lot more casual. Yeah, just get it done, you know. Yeah, but just oh man, know, that's good. That 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 color cycling on the boss kill—I <laughs> forgot about that. That's yeah. good. That's good stuff. All right, let me just get to the. Let me get to Rapidanga, and then I can call it a night. Yeah, Switch Two would be weird, but still, every like. They would have to try really hard to come up with something worse than new Nintendo Switch. Yeah. So I was really surprised. I mean, you're talking about how bad the translation and the remake is. Like, I'm shocked that it's not the same one. I have no idea. Because, I mean, isn't that more or less what Trials of Mana did? Like, didn't the remake pretty much use the original oh, yeah. game script and the translated version of the original game? Yeah. So weird. You know, <laughs> as, as much as I like this game, I the the game before this, uh, Monster World, 
Wonder Boy and Monster World is 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 easily like the best of the original games. I would say that that Monster Boy is better than all of them. Yeah. By by a lot, but you know, I feel that this one is is kind of a step down from the previous game. From from a game design perspective, I think it is, but I think it's I think it's aesthetically better. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. I mean, it has a more cohesive design, but you know, the, this whole game just takes place like in the in one city and stuff. That's one of the things I liked about the original, or I mean, the last game is that it seems like you really go to a lot of different places. And you know, I've, I've I actually always really have a soft spot for games that focus on a single city, like. I always think of like Brave Fencer Musashi, uh, Radiata stories, because it feels like you really get to know that town. You know, the town becomes like like a character unto itself. You know, <laughs> you really feel like you got to know it. You got to know the people there. You know, just like uh, you know, uh, Dragon Age uh, uh, Two. You know that a lot of people generally thought that was a huge step back from Dragon Age 1, but I I did not mind the idea of, you know, a single city and a less sprawling adventure. I kind of like the idea of, like, you really get to know this environment, this city, this town, and the people that live in it. I, I, I mean, don't get me wrong, I love big adventurous games too, but I, I, think, I think there's it's always nice to play a game that has maybe a less far reaching scope. You know, it just feels, feels like something feels just feels comfy sometimes. <laughs> um, what was, what was I, what was I laughing at earlier? Oh yeah. I think, uh, R Ricky Pond said, what if the switch pro just ends up being a standalone console that you couldn't take with you? Would they call it the Nintendo stuck? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I think, uh, you know, at one point I thought it was quite possible they would consider going that route, but I, it, I mean, no current credible rumor seems to suggest that. It sounds like it's going to be a new version that will, I mean, the, currently it sounds like it's going to be still a 720p screen. But that the dock will likely be where it gets its extra power from, even if that power is may only just be like DLSS. I mean, we just don't know. Which is what? DLSS. Yeah. The the deep learning super sampling that supposedly uh, can give, you know very close to native 4k appearance from a lower rendering resolution. Huh? Yeah. It, I, it, it right I mean, now. I've it's seen really those only... initials before. I just never knew exactly what it is. Right. I mean, digital foundry talks about a lot, but right now it's like really only a PC thing as far as I know, because it's Nvidia technology, which is why that it's, you know, a pretty good candidate for, switch because nvidia does switches chip but um amd is only just now finalizing 
the specs for their version, their equivalent version of that technology, which I forget what the what the name of the the, the AMD version is, but uh, it's it it's supposed to be uh, something that will will work on uh, Xbox Series X and PS5. So you know there there's a very high chance of uh, you know once that gets implemented, you know, we'll, we'll be able to still get like really high graphical fidelity, um, uh, games on the new consoles that still will run at you know, 60 frames per second. It's, it's, it's the, the, the PPpedia, <laughs> the PPedia, the PPpedia, the Pepe the, the log, log, the, 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 the Pepe log. Well, learn, learn about the Pepe log. <laughs> The Pepalog. The Pepalog. <laughs> that, that, that was from like, an EGM, EGM preview of this game. game. Yeah. A game fan preview of this game that, like, you know, obviously it was just, you know, it was written by, like, their their local, their, their, you know, the, probably their resident editor that that understood Japanese. Yeah. They, they thought, they clearly thought that the, the best uh, translation for, for, Pepe was 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 the was was the Pepe log. <laughs> oh, I know where I'm saying. Yeah, yeah Joshua Helmick is saying I got lost in the palace here. I always thought the palace was really yeah. It's around. it's it's confusing, but now that I'm playing it, uh, I'm kind of understanding how they chose the, they chose the layout in the remake the way that they did, and it kind it's of it's a like, lot different. Well, it's just more easy to understand from like, yeah, like a, I, I like a, this like in a 3D perspective. It's just you know, it's does it, it like it, loop around? Like, does it have like a 3D? Aspect no, no, no. It? It's, it's a lot easier to understand. I, it does have a 3D, but you just like walk into the background and you can, you know, it's like a main hallway. Oh, you can like see where it's leading. Yes. Yeah. 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 Because you can see like doors like in the far background and stuff like that. So I mean, it's just I like it's 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 great for people who I think who love this. I think that the audience, like outside of uh, fans, it's not going to like make anybody like new fans of it. You know, it's, it's crazy that it's even happening at all. It is. Well, I I, mean, like, I talk it, about it in my it's script that it's like a, like. Just even the resurgence of this series in general yeah. is something that is uh, one of I never one, one of the, like one of the most mind blowing things I think has happened like has happened in the last like fifteen years in games that like this series which is what not like I mean it was it was really only mostly known I guess it was really only mostly known to people who like either like had a master system or like a turbo graphics. And there's Honestly, only one game on turbo graphics. Right. But I, at the same, I mean, you understand how like it would make like sense that people would think would associate like at least with uh, uh dragon's trap, you know, like seeing the remake of that probably resonated with some people that, uh, that had played dragon's curse at the time.
but really just for like like especially for Master System fans, because uh, this was is very much a series that that Master System fans championed, and it was like it was like one of the series that I would argue is that they would view it as a top tier yeah uh, series, you know at at, at the time. I mean, I certainly did. I mean, there was, you know, I had the first one and the second one. I never had Dragon Strap back in the day, but I remember, like, wanting it. I just never saw it at a store to buy it, which is kind of a weird thing to consider. But, I gotta use yeah, it. I mean, it's, I had never heard of uh, Wonder Boy or Wonder Boy until Monster Until World. probably the Virtual Console, right? Virtual console. I heard yeah. about. I heard about on the virtual console, and like, it didn't seem like I was like, "Oh, this, this actually looks like a game that I would really like." But, uh, I, I was like, "This is, it seems like a game I'd really like." But I've, I've never heard anyone talk about it. And it doesn't. It doesn't have like that typical Sega Genesis look or feel or I mean, you know, part of it's due to being a two fifty six pixel wide game, even though, you know, at the time I didn't think of it. But it's got like a very friendly, like Nintendo like vibe to it and all I I, I loved it. Uh and uh, you know, and then I found out you loved these games and you you know, actually loved them even from way back. Or at least Wonder Boy and Monster World you did. Uh and so, you know, we, it kind of just became one of our in jokes on the channel, one of our things, but I didn't think that many people like really knew about the game. So it's, uh, it's interesting. I just, I, I just, I, yeah, it's, it's why do you think that the, um, that the, that the bonus scene that you see at the end of Monster Boy when you 100% it is going to have um, anything to do with the, the remake. Well, do you think do you think it was just a teaser for the remake of Asha? Or no, 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 no. Do you think it's something else? I think it's going to be something else. I, I bet you. I would not be surprised if that game was completely developed and that teaser put in there and everything done in the way that it was done, and the idea of remaking this was not even something that had happened yet. Well, that team didn't even know. Right. Yeah, it's possible. I mean, I feel like it was sort of known not that long after that point, but mm. I mean, maybe. No, I but... mean, no, I mean, the, the, uh, the remake of this was only announced, uh, publicly last September. But could you just imagine like, the Monster Boy team going on to do an Asha game, like a new yeah, game. Yeah, like, I mean that would be. That's why wild. I. That's why I really feel like it's kind of a missed opportunity that the team that did the remake should have been like working closely with the people at Game Atelier who like made the made Monster Boy. Like I just think that if they're gonna do that, if they're gonna remake that, like let's do some stuff to try to like maybe connect them or like put some. You know, like little pieces in place to make this more of a cohesive thing. Yeah. Well, I hope that's what they're doing because that, <laughs> that that would be amazing. I mean, I think Monster Boy must have done pretty well. Yeah, well, it, it did certainly did well enough to 
hang on. It did, certainly did well enough to, uh, you know, get that special edition coming. Oh, yeah? I mean, I'm definitely going to buy that just because it's, it comes with a soundtrack, and it's, like, one of the best soundtracks. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, I didn't even know that. When, 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 can you pre-order it yet? No. It has, it has, they haven't announced, like, the pre-order yet. I'm really hoping that they have the Xbox version, like a physical version of the Xbox version, because I'd probably buy that version. Since I have the other two already. Who's doing it? What the limited edition? Special. Yeah. Uh, it's just them themselves. So it's just gonna be pr like it's just it's a reprint of of a version, and just like they have a, oh. a version that comes with you know like a okay. it has like so a soundtrack, just... and I mean you should you so can just, just like uh, well, FDG or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, so it's just going to be them doing it, you know, like in-house. And I, I'm betting that they're going to wait. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if, if one of them is like a dedicated PS5 version because they're going to have that, um, See, that like the 120 yeah. FPS mode in it. So they're probably waiting yeah. for that before they uh, print them. You know? Yeah. So that, here's something that I think is really annoying in the remake. That I don't know why they did it, other than just because they could. So when you kill the enemies, you you just in this, you know, you just get there's like one coin and it's like worth like five or whatever. And in the remake, every time you kill an enemy and they drop coins, they drop like like ten individual coins like in every direction. So you know oh, how yeah. it is, like how you chase after uh, the money after you like you beat a boss or something like that. It's like that, like literally like with every, time. every single enemy. Oh wow, that's odd. Unless it's like you get like a bag of money. Oh, <laughs> I mean, it's just like little things like that that is. I don't. I don't know why they made that decision. Like, I wonder if that would affect <laughs> the frame rate at all. Uh, another weird thing that I'm kind of noticing right now is that I always viewed it as you, like your hearts, you know, like you, the, like the pink hearts are your, like your main health, and then the blue hearts are kind of like your armor. Mm -hmm. And in this, you know, you lose your pink hearts first, and then you like lose your blue hearts afterwards. And in the remake, you lose your blue hearts first. Hmm. Which, I mean, is inconsequential, but I mean, I wonder why that decision was made. Where it's like, maybe they're viewing it as like, hey, this is this is your armor. And if you lose your armor, then you lose your actual health. Yeah, I mean, I, that, that, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. There was another uh, Seven Hong Kong from, from Slaw Test 1. Thank you. I'm sorry for butchering the name. <laughs> But again, no message. Apologies if you intended for there to be one. I mean, obviously, like the big thing that we've talked about, and they didn't really fit fix it that much in the uh, in the remake, is that her walking animation is not really all that fixed. Like here, it has style and it's like it's cute, but it like in the remake, she just looks like a robot. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 a it's a cute walking animation, but it 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 
literally translating the frames of this game to 3D. I mean, I'll, I'll see it for myself soon enough, you know? Right. And I read a, I read an interview with with Nishizawa who says who said people complained about the animation in that first reveal and they like tweaked it and it's, it seems it seems like very <laughs> like at least the walking animation seems very similar to me. Uh, yeah. But I think like the the best part is like when you get into the the uh, into a treasure chest and she kind of like shivers with excitement mm -hmm. and she does that you know in the remake and it looks really good but there's there's also like multiple variations of the same thing so you, you're not always yeah. seeing that same animation sometimes she just kind of like does it and then she does like this kind of like she kind of like ducks down and does like a little loop with her butt huh. it's I don't know it's like it's Oh, there's some variety to it. Yeah. So, I don't know. Like, I wonder if I just have been thinking about certain aspects of the game. A, because, like, I'm a big big fan of the original in the series, but also, like, because, like, I'm planning on doing a video about it. That, yeah. hey, like, I'm being, I'm being more attentive to certain aspects that, that I wouldn't normally be. Oh, you want to want to wrap it up? Maybe yeah, once you get yeah, let's wrap it up. Sorry, just... or, or whenever. What's that? Or or just whenever? I no, guess. no. I think it's it's eleven thirty. It's it's yeah. time. It's time. Yeah. Well, uh, at least this gives some people who may have not played the original game some point some points of reference for, uh, you know, when I play the remake next Sunday. Yeah, I think so too. I think it'll be good. Um, Blade Blur, the original Monster World 4 got, uh, it's released, it's got a physical release with the remake on the Switch. And I, I like the fact that you put it in and it's got, it gets its own tile. Which is nice. Uh, I haven't read any reviews of the remake. It's, uh, you can wait yeah, and hear I mean, what, you what, don't, what my, what my, what my thoughts are. I mean, I don't read reviews, period. Honestly, yeah. I mean, I, I'd say it's good to not read reviews if you're going to be doing your own. So, mm -hmm. and I'm kind of making starting to make a conscious decision of like to not watch other people's video if I just want to make something because I was going to make something on the the ghouls, ghosts and goblins resurrection video, but then I saw John's video and I was like, why do I don't even need to do this? <laughs> so I'm gonna I need to stay away from doing that because I feel like it's discouraging me more. Yeah, yeah. You guys don't read reviews. That's why you both love Final Fantasy Thirteen. <laughs> oh, you know, there you go. Yep. You too could le le love Final Fantasy Thirteen if only yeah. you don't read reviews. Yeah, just like let it be. Like be what it like like be like being young. You. I mean, I could not tell you what a single game's Metacritic score is ever. Of all time, I, 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 just, I in general do not like, like to be honest, like the 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 only like review that I'm really interested in these days is like Digital Foundry, and you know where it's like a tech analysis. But even that, that like I'd well, rather. Yeah, I mean John. John usually makes a good point of of talking about how the gameplay and the tech work together, but. Uh, you know, so it's not just about the tech, but like 
that is interesting to me, but like in terms of like the content of the game, the flow of the game, the design of the game, you know, whether this, this or that is, is done well in the game. I'm not really interested in hearing what other people's opinions are on that. I just, I just want to, I just, I just want to formulate my own opinions. Yeah. Which I'm saying as, you know, please watch my videos where I talk about my thoughts. <laughs> exactly, on the game, exactly. Like, I'm, you know. like, I, don't, like, I don't watch anybody else's video on the subject be- before I do my own video, I guess. So, I mean, I guess that's the thing. Like, if I don't watch anybody else's video, like, why should anybody watch mine? And they don't, they don't have to. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Thanks, everybody, for hanging out tonight. Everybody who donated is very generous. It's a great time. And uh, I hope everyone has a good week. Tomorrow's Memorial Day here in the U.S. Uh, And see what happens. I'll be finishing Asha and Monster World and also maybe uh, mowing the lawn. All right. It's definitely one of my favorite things to do these days. It's just I can... Just put some headphones in and not not oh. think not think about anything except for like where I am and what I'm doing. Well, I I, I bet once uh, once your kids are old enough to mow the lawn, uh, it will suddenly become not your favorite thing to do. I don't. Well, maybe, but I mean, I don't know. Maybe I want them to mow the lawn so that they can appreciate it and have have fun with it as much as I do, but I, maybe the only reason I enjoy it so much is because it only takes me like about like a little bit over an hour. If it was one what? of those things, like I, like if I, if I live in a house where we had a lawn that was so huge that it like literally takes all day to do it, oh, well, it would no longer be fun. I mean, an hour is still a hefty amount of time for sure. Yeah. But, but I mean, that's, that's probably about how long it took to mow the lawn back in Delaware, you know, back then that was my lawn mowing days. I don't have to mow no lawn no no more. (laughs) Am I secretly, uh, Hank Hill? Uh, maybe. I don't know. I just, I just like it. I just like it. And then, you know, the, the weed whackers is fun to do. You know, it's the same thing as like using a, like a, like a saw, like a electric saw, you know, it's just really fun. And I, I'll volunteer to do it anytime because it's like fun. It's like fun. It's fun to like break to this, like destroy things like that. <laughs> it's fun to destroy like the, the, the grass with a big, big weed whacker too, you know? Well, Whatever. Has there ever been an indie game about mowing the lawn? Because no, it sounds I mean, like someone needs someone needs to be taking notes uh, and, and notes making a lawn mowing sim. Like, maybe maybe a, a lawn mower simulator game exists. If not, I, I, I mean, I, I bet they should it would make be that. super hot. I, I bet I, I bet it, it, it'll it'll be the you know it'll it'll be the big indie darling for the next decade. There's a mowing the long game on the switch. Oh, there you go. <laughs> there you go. I knew it had to exist. It had to exist. John Deere sim. But I mean, is that just like mowing the lawn or is that like doing, you know, like doing stuff uh, like 
to your crops and stuff like that too. Like running tractors and stuff. Power washer simulator. Maybe, is, is there a level in the power washer simulator where you're cleaning your stupid games? Mm. Yeah. I see. I see. I see. The bite was bit. Said I. I drove a Ryan lawnmower into a pond once. <laughs> Whoops. No. <laughs> uh, sorry, Hector. We're we're just wrapping up. But thanks for thanks for stopping in. If you if you yeah. scroll back in the stream, you can see me going out of my mind finishing the last level in Tanuki Justice. But it's it's well worth the payoff in the end. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, everyone have a good week. And we'll see you soon. Good night. Good night.